1: And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place.
3: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road.
2: A little quicker, I need it. No, I need it. Email me at Comedy at gmail.com Come on, you know there's some medic or nurse that listens to the show. Come on. Sneak me ahead of an 80-year-old. You know, just if they have extra at the end of the day, I'm not really asking for that much. No, I need it. Because uh, I'm an essential podcaster guess what I'm doing I'm walking around my neighborhood and uh oh wait what's that you know I see stuff in the trash I don't really need stuff anymore like, when I first got my house I was always oh look a mirror now it's like what am I what am I going to do what do I need except that vaccine can you hear the birds no well, there's no birds right now but I am walking around my neighborhood, trying to get some sun, you know? And uh, I just walked by two things that are just, one is fresh cut grass. It's just, it's almost overwhelming. Smells so good. And uh, when a dryer has like some fabric softener in it or something, and you can smell it, I could smell it from this one house. It smelled so good. So there's that People are walking their dogs It's nice Oh, I got a, a favor from somebody I hope you didn't 15 second forward this See Megan, I didn't forget about you Anyway, a listener Well, she's more than a listener um, Was reminded me of an old song that somebody sent in Now this person made a song for the show And all I can remember is Todd Glass All he wants to do is make us all laugh And it was Then one of the lines in the song Was like something like From Wallbash To But Not only did he do that song for the show But I heard some of his songs You know his, That aren't for the show And they were great They were great So does anybody out there Do you remember that Do you still listen to the show the guy who made the song? Because we're searching through our, you know, we have, uh, uh, you know, we have things pretty organized, but we don't know how to find that one. So I think that's, you know, from wall bash to, I don't need to keep repeating it, but if you know what it is, email me at toddglasscomedy at gmail.com and help me out. Alright, there's that. There's really nothing else today. Today my guest was Ryan Connor, and he was great. It was a fun, fun time. Good energy. It was easy. You know when people are easy to be around? It's a good thing. It's a good thing. So sorry if it's windy out. Everyone knows it's windy. So Is that annoying? Feels good. Um, ah, oh, smells good. I'm like a Golden Retriever walking around the neighborhood. All right, I think that's it. Um, enjoy the show. The week, not next week, but the week after, is Jake Adams and Aristotle. Max is gonna take the night off because we only have three places. Plus, he deserves a night off. <laughs> what am I laughing at, my own jokes? <laughs> anyway. All right, listen. Enjoy the show. You're now joining the Todd Glass Show already in progress.
4: If, it's, if you do six minutes and you want to take it out, you
5: just take a picture where you want to start. I so swear. now maybe we'll leave this in as the cold opening. <laughs> I love cold openings. I mean, the, the, the show is already in progress. And this is what we're doing. Yeah, you know, let you know. Let's get that out of the way. That way, when I start the show, I'm more relaxed. You're fine. Don't worry about That's that. That's not gonna on make a sound. What's that piece of paper right over there? This. Yeah.
6: In case I forget something, I have a notebook, so I can jot I love it down it. to bring can it. Can I up tell you later. something?
5: Yeah. Uh, uh, Ryan, the notepad I like because you know why? There's something romantic about it. It's like you I know, know, like know. and and you have a cool little notepad. So on the table, I don't mind it. I thought it was a paper towel. Which I would have said, hey, just crumble yeah, it there's up. there's no reason for paper towel out here. No reason for paper <laughs> towels. Where we're going, you're not going to need paper towels. Oh, absolutely not. So this is the cold opening. Like I just threw to the show. I said already in progress, but let me set the scene. I feel better every week setting the scene, and then I relax. We'll play our intro. We'll play you in. So uh, Ryan Connor is our guest tonight. Everybody, hello, Ryan. Hey, Todd. We'll talk more about it in a second. But originally, I met Ryan when when I met you in. It, this is gonna be the, the, the footnotes that the DC improv, mm-hmm. you were had you you started you had been a stand-up already, but you also worked this is like in your beginning days, yeah. you also worked at the improv,
6: right? Yeah. I mean we're talking like this is that a- when we first that God, that must be like sixteen years ago or something. Shut the fuck up. That's when I worked. yeah, that's when I worked there. Let's see, cause I started seventeen years ago. I worked there for two and a half years. Can I say something to yeah.
5: interject so you don't mm-hmm.
6: I hope you don't think
5: like me and my friend have this running joke, we always act like we have Oh Todd, you're not still working at the Dairy Queen and doing comedy? I go, That was
6: thirty years. So I hope you don't think like no. I knew it was ages ago, yeah, but dude. that's how we met. It was that long ago and uh uh-uh. talk about No, you a go
5: it's tease. No, you tell me yours. Well, no, no, I'm gonna say that's it. We're gonna tell them that's that's called a tease. They wanna Oh well, yeah. wait, they, 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 it seemed like <laughs> Todd and Ryan were just gonna talk about how they met, people that are listening. Oh, oh, no, folks, this isn't a cold opening. Then we play the intro, then we come back and then we delve into what I remember about you. You're gonna like what I remember about you. It's it's good. Oh, that's awesome. And then how I'm I wanna know the truth. What you you know, how did you cause this is a long <laughs> I didn't know it was that long ago. Yeah. Max Beasley, hello. Hello. Now, Max, you know, it's, 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 Max is, it's his, we're celebrating his birthday tonight. Oh, happy he, birthday. He, feels funny about it. It's He's not like, till Thursday. It's not till Thursday. <laughs> and he, and he feels, give me a little happy birthday, Max. I mean, okay. come on, we yeah, gotta, yeah. you know, it's, it, it is your birthday. What do we got? I mean,
7: happy that's- birthday to you. Cha, cha, cha. Happy birthday to you. Cha, cha, cha. Happy birthday, dear Max. Oh, oh,
5: what? Max. It said Max. Uh, Didn't it say Max? I, Max? I heard Max. I heard Max. I don't know, Todd. Oh my god, you are sick in your head. You're not gonna fool play me. With play, that. play it again. Bullshit. Play it again. Play it again. Where did right. Max here. Yeah, I'm reusing old jingles for, for Aristotle. Play it again.
8: Seriously. It's going.
5: Hold on. Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
7: Happy birthday to you. Cha cha cha.
5: Happy birthday to you. Now, cha cha
9: cha. Happy birthday, Aristotle.
5: Max. I heard Max. I heard Max. Max. Honestly. Cha cha cha.
8: I heard Aristotle. I, Todd. Oh my.
5: I w- we have a safe word on the show, so I'm just gonna say tuna fish sandwich. And look, I don't like to be aggressive on the show, but you're being insecure. There's no Aristotle. Play Play it again. Play it again. Are Seriously. you gaslighting me? I don't know what that even means, but I don't. I have not heard. Plus, I, I've looked up gaslighting
6: three times, still don't understand it. Mean I wouldn't either. All it's
8: right. like a friend that tells <laughs> I'm gonna you I'm going to play it th- one more time Hold because up. I trust you in general, but I'm pretty sure I know what I heard. Okay. Can I tell you something?
5: And I and you, you, I don't want to make you feel like you're going batty because you know you're loved on the show, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, you know right away if you have an affection for people, right? No, oh, I loved him the second I saw him. Right? Oh, thank There's you, a good Ryan. energy That's about sweet. him. Yeah. Yeah. This is the cold opening. Other shows, they drop this as part of the show. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> this is the cold opening. Yeah. yeah. So play it, and then don't anybody say anything. Truth. That is the real safe word, by the way. Truth. Don't anybody say We used to say to George Carba, ah, I moved it to truth, it's clean. Mm-hmm. Truth just means in the middle of all the madness, if I ever want to, I think it'll help you to let you know that I'm being serious. I just say truth, and it's a fun tool truth. to have. So truth, let it play. But then we'll. All right. Okay, here we go. Here we
7: go. Happy birthday to you. Cha cha cha. Happy birthday to you. Cha cha cha. Happy birthday, Aristotle. Max. Happy birthday to you. Max, what did you hear?
8: Honestly. I, I, Max, I heard Max. Thank I mean,
5: you. Now, do you feel a little right. silly? Don't what? feel
8: silly. Don't feel silly what? if you are we, you guys Max, Are you guys doing a bit right now? Uh, Are you know. guys in cahoots? I don't really do bits other? Where I'm from I don't do bits We don't, don't
6: time do, for bits uh, nah. I don't do bits I'm more of a truth teller <laughs> over yeah, I'm here. more of a truth
9: teller How I dare like you I like to let people know uh, I like to give people their medicine
6: uh,
8: Now
5: <laughs> I'm
9: pretty sure
8: I'm I'm not pretty sure. I'm 100% okay. sure of what I heard. I'm going to move on because
5: you have a you still you have a very good smiley look on your face, but the listeners are going to email you and and uh, hey, if I'm wrong, I'll admit it, but I didn't hear Aristotle. Now we start the show with that We were just on the phone with Joe McKenzie before the show. Uh hey Joe, Joe it's Todd. And hey, hey, uh oh, Todd is Joe. Hello Joe?
6: Hey, hey, t- hey, hey, Todd is Joe here.
5: Hey, how you doing?
6: Pretty good, just calling in the podcast.
5: What did you call for? (sighs) Did you know I got these new phones?
6: Yeah, I heard you guys got a phone line in here. Isn't it fun? uh, It is fun. Because oh. I, I just uh, you know, I just heard you had a phone line and I just like to kind of oh. call. Whenever here is a phone line, I, I just like to call in. So what's going on?
5: No, we just got a new phone line. So we're like, That's we have I, this thing. It's like a fake phone and we can like talk to different people on it.
6: You should call me sometime too. I'll I, call you. You call me. I have a podcast at home.
5: Oh, you do? I didn't know that. I
6: listen to the cold open of the Todd Glass podcast. Oh, yeah,
5: we do the cold opening. Oh, yeah, sure, I Joe. just
6: listen to that. That's my podcast every week. It's four 47 minutes. I love it. You know, actually, the truth is,
5: (laughs) I'm not kidding. I bet it might be successful. But Joe's (laughs) too fucking lazy. And everyone says it about him. And Lauren, we want to send our love to you. You are a special person, and we love you. And you're good, and you're kind, and you're gentle, and you're funny, and you're a laugher, and you're a listener. And you're loved on the Todd Glass Show, okay? Now let's start the show. I called Joe McKenzie Truth. Before the show. Truth. Yeah. See what I mean? It's, it's a stupid little thing. Truth. You're like, it helps. Yeah. I couldn't remember this song. It's from like eight years ago he, he made it for the show. Mm-hmm. Seven years ago. And I couldn't remember it. I called him up. I had less than I usually have. You know, usually you call mm-hmm. someone for a song. You go, it's like, ba 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 happy-ba-ba-ba. You know what I mean? You know enough. Mm-hmm. I was giving him on a scale from one to ten, ten being nothing. One half of a word came out.
6: This beautiful man... <laughs>
5: I, I, I forget what I said. I went it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Am
6: I, truth, am I lying? <laughs> is you, it Ebony and Ivory? Truth, truth. He, he literally
8: gave Joe nothing to go off of. And really? When, that was it? And nothing. He, you might go, well, how did he actually guess it eventually? It was a
5: smear. I think that's a yeah. fair word. Yeah. I'm existing. It was something, but it was a smear of something. It was not something. It was a smear of something. And here, and he knew what it was. I went like, who is? I think I said, who is? It's something about who is. Wow. Katie
7: called when she got the word
5: This is Katie, the producer
7: She said, I suppose you've heard <laughs> About Todd Glass
5: I like it loud, but it's too loud
7: mm. Well, I rushed to the internet and I looked inside But I could hardly believe my eyes As a bunch of shows downloaded On my hard drive I know he's been podcasting On his top-rated wow. show People say it's funny But I already know Cause for 24 months That's I've been the downloading a show By Todd Glass. Glass. Oh, Glass
5: Who's Todd Glass? No, I don't know Todd Glass Todd Glass, oh, the thing? Oh, the comedian Comedian oh, yeah. 24 yeah, comedian. months
7: of jingles and bits. We hope it lasts forever And he never calls it quits Every Friday morning Oh, by Todd oh, I'm sorry. Who is? Glass. I don't to, know who Todd like,
6: like, uh, Glass. Comedian.
5: Oh, act happy Netflix <laughs> special. <laughs>
7: Our, Our guest tonight, the ladies and gentlemen, is Ryan
5: Connor. Shut the front door.
7: <laughs> he he accepted his award with Can his you NFL pause it for one second?
5: I know that it seems weird that I'm interrupting my own song. Hold on, let me get out of the house. I don't need to be in the house. I hope I didn't. But like, it's a lot of hoopla about me, and it's I'm supposed to. And you have your intro coming up. But on the other shows, Kimmel, or if you watch Colbert, mm-hmm. yeah, they introduced the. Ho- I'm the star mm-hmm. of the show. My name's out there on a marquee. Here we go. Yeah. So, oh, come on, really? So don't you think I should come in? Like, if it's the show that you want to do, why do you want to do a podcast unless the star? No offense, but if I'm the—that's a a very heavy-handed word, but am I not the star of the Todd Glass show?
6: I mean, I don't know how
5: else I'd frame it. So you—wouldn't you want the star—do you want to do a show? Oh, tonight, hi, Ryan, I'm uh, doing—I'm doing uh, whatever the show is. Let's say there's a a late-night show. Yeah. And the host just— Walks out, sits at a chair. Doesn't a tw- doesn't a big band
6: play him on? I believe so.
5: Yeah. So thank you. So let's. The, I two. mean, you're doing it right. I'm doing it right. There thank are
6: some you. shows where you record when the host isn't even there.
5: Oh, that's well. I, they that
6: happens
8: sometimes, <laughs> doesn't it? What? I know. What? I'd love to
7: do the shows though. Keep going. <laughs> episodes downloaded on my hard drive. Here we go. Oh, I know he's been podcasting On his top rated show say We're all waving at each other But I already know Cause for 24 months I've been downloading the show oh. By
5: Todd Glass Todd Glass! Wait, oh, who's yeah. Todd Glass? Oh, oh Act Happy, it. Netflix oh, yeah. special The oh, Netflix, In yes 24 months of
7: jingles and this I hope, hope it lasts forever
4: It's like yeah, point0 The,
8: yeah, the, the, point oh. the five-star five Netflix star. special comedian. Katie yeah, yeah. called
7: back. What? Asked how I felt. She said Aristotle will do very well.
5: That's, one, Todd that's Glass. when we first got Aristotle. We were so nervous to she leave. Said, now
7: that I'm gone, don't you be a quote. I know you've been listening for 24 months. As the show scrolled over its bum. I know we has podcasting Wow I'm getting sentimental show. People say he's funny But I already know Cause for 24 months I've been downloading the show My Todd Glass Todd Glass Todd Glass. Glass Oh Todd gla- Glass Todd Glass. Glass Yes I yeah, know yeah.
5: Todd <laughs> 24 months Ba 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 the studio Go. it's the hardest thing for a professional show to do because now we're coming back we were hearing music and now and now we come
4: <laughs> see now
2: we're, glass. now we're back
5: now we're back in the studio That's Uh, how you do it. There was nothing jarring. It wasn't like, oh, you had all loud up there, and then like, oh, an abrupt. No, it was all like, well-managed. 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 Joe McKenzie, I want to thank you for the songs that you do. This show would be nothing without you. I've said it before, and I can never throw enough love your way. I don't take you for granted. I know you're listening to the show. This is a truth while he jogs around the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. So all we can do is say kind things to Joe McKenzie while he's jogging. Let's make him so kind, his pee-pee starts to feel tingly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when someone overly, like he, this Joe McKenzie truth. I mean, I wouldn't, this show
6: is vanilla without him. I, yeah. I couldn't agree more. I knew you didn't like the show. It was a trick
9: I
4: wouldn't
5: it.
6: have listened without Joe McKenzie's con- contribution. It makes it fun.
5: Would I do the show without him? Look, so my compliment doesn't get dissipated. Yes, I would. But let me tell
6: you something. I don't want to. Oh, is hey that, guys, uh, oh, who is this? Looks like Joe McKenzie's lit lit up the line. Oh my God, Joe! Hey, I uh, just, just I
5: love say you I heard so you
6: much. I love you, Joe. Oh, thanks. I'm just running around the neighborhood now and oh. uh, just you sound uh, out of breath. I'm a little bit out of breath, but I really appreciate all your kind words. Oh, thank you, Joe. Uh, it- I think I'm going to record another seven verses for the song, if you guys don't mind. Uh, Joe. Because it needs to be updated. I think there needs to just be more Aristotle references. There
5: should be more. I didn't want to tell you, but can I ask you a question? Yeah. Did you do a song? Seriously. (laughs) Did you do a song?
8: I don't like where this is going. Keep Ryan busy so he doesn't hear this question. Hey, Ryan, check this out over here. Oh, yeah, check that out. Oh,
6: yeah, yeah. Show me whatever it is.
8: Okay. Now we got him over there. Did you do a song
6: for Ryan? Did I do a song for Ryan? No, I just did it. I did three songs for Max. Did he hear the songs? Oh,
5: he loved them. But you didn't do one for Ryan?
6: Oh, wait. No, I did. I did one for Ryan. Yeah, I did one for Ryan and and
7: one for Max.
5: Well, thank God. Oh, this is
8: the fun part.
7: At RC Comedy on Twitter. Ryan Connor. comedy. Comedy. Yeah, that's the song.
8: Hold on.
6: Tell oh me. my God, this is great. Thank you, Joe.
7: Ryan Connor at RC Comedy oh. on Twitter. Wow. RyanConnorComedy.com.
5: Now, play it over again, and I'll tell you why. Mm. If you could. Tell me if you can hear when Joe stops singing. We've done this before. Is he it's... saying
6: Aristotle? No, he's. <laughs> <laughs>
5: What if you still? I heard Max. I heard Max. <laughs> no, you guys can't fool me. Although I had a big, uh, bi- I had a healthy, poor wine. And wine gets me uh, drunk more than Jack Daniels. Because maybe because I don't drink it. Why is that? Huh. So, in other I words, if I have a shot of Jack, I know the way I feel. But I don't drink wine that often. I always say, oh, I'll drink it for the sentiment of it. And when you mentioned to have some red wine, because I used to go, I always tell the guests, what's a drink you want? Non alcoholic or alcoholic? And you said, I'd go for some red wine. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'll have red wine with you. So I had a healthy pour of a red wine, and I'm,
6: I feel it. You feel it already? Yes. That's amazing. Oh, yes. well, I, I did dose you.
5: I knew it, <laughs> and I got you. <laughs> no,
8: I knew Damn. it. Damn.
5: I knew it. I knew it. You know I why? You it. know why,
8: Todd? You know why? Because you keep writing these songs about Aristotle, and you keep saying they're about me, and they're not. Oh. I've had enough. Oh. Todd, I've had enough of it. Aww. Hey,
5: hey, Megan! Remember that thing you wanted us to do with the "aw" uh, and then the "boom, Aww. boom, boom"? Watch this. Dude, that's what you get when you find us technicians. When you get us. When you get us Scott, the Aww. head of sound. It, the head of sound at Netflix. Literally, truth. Truth comes here and fixes our sound system. Yeah, that's what you say. Hey, Todd, what if you took the "oh" and you put bum, bum, bum? Oh, other listeners can't get that. <laughs> so, Ryan, we're going to introduce you one more time. Please. Well, I want to <laughs> be a good host. A good host. I got to be present. My eyes got to lock eyes with your eyes. I don't think I've been doing a great job so far. No, the no. True. The eye contact's been amazing. Thank you. Oh, really? Oh, it's been great. Now you're too nice. Thank you. Oh. I appreciate it. It Makes me feel a lot better. But let's introduce you. Then we're gonna get into the nitty gritty of when we met at the DC Improv. Let's do it. Let's I know how it. to fucking do a show. So you're gonna tell me when you hear Joe. If you can tell when he stops singing, he leaves betting music for me because I'm trying to sing too. It's fun. You tell me if you know the difference. Okay. So here okay, we go. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a real show. Now this is when the show starts. That was the cold Ryan opening.
4: Carter.
7: Huh? At RC Comedy on Twitter. Our guest is Ryan, Ryan Connor. Connor Comedy.com
4: ba, ba, da, ba. Ryan Connor
7: at RC Comedy on Twitter. Ryan Connor Comedy.com
4: ba, ba, ba.
5: We met at D.C. Improv almost 16 years ago, Brian Connor.
7: We met at the D.C. Improv. I remember that day. Do
5: you? I think I do. Could you tell when Joe stopped singing, or did he never stop singing?
6: I didn't. I didn't know he stopped. Yeah, I started.
8: That's I, a compliment That was to me. you? He's I mad. couldn't
5: tell, Todd. Seriously, he's mad because he goes, Todd, I mean, I'm not saying I'm the best singer in the world, but I know how to sing. And then you, yeah, that was me. I When I started to go and we met at the DC Improv, mm-hmm. that was me. Hey, oh. welcome to the show. Th- hey, it's a pleasure to be here. It's a real pleasure. And let me turn down the lights. Like I said, we're not afraid. A lot of shows, when it's energetic and maybe it's all over the place, they go, can you just start then having a simple, clean conversation? Yeah. That's where we're at right now. I'm not rushing like that through the whole show. No. We take our time, and then later, maybe we, we things but I want to start nice. The best Level. show you can have is where you're not afraid. Seriously, truth, actually. Truth. I mean, I'm saying a silly style, but truth in the sense of take a deep breath. <sighs> I'm so nervous what you're going to tell people about. So at the improv, um, I remember you always being nice, you know? I remember you always being real nice, always like positive in the. O- Whenever I saw you, I was always excited to see you in the office because you were friendly. And I thank look, you, Todd. I like to believe, like I know I run things different. I get it. Yeah, you do. But I also like to be loved, so I try to ask for these different things, but as polite as I can. But I'm sure that's a pain sometimes. I'm sure because you know you're 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 you know you're you're just doing things a little different. The improv's always real nice, but there's certain people like, oh, I hope they like me. And then there's other people, you just get a sense, oh, they do. Mm -hmm. I always felt that with you. I always felt like even though I might have been, you might have been changing the picture on the playbill or something. (laughs) Um, By the way, which I did tell a lot of clubs, I steal that. I think the fact that the improv does that Uh is one of those little brilliant things. No comedy club does it.
6: Shocked me once I started doing The Road and discovered that every club doesn't do a playbill. They do a playbill.
5: Now, granted, let's say someone's in there like, you know, sometimes the improv in D.C. would get people like this. Uh, Maybe a Jim Gaffigan or a Brian Regan. Okay. The playbill still adds an element of style, which is great, and I think they probably do it with acts. But you you know what it's even better for? You have an act, and you know that act might have a following. You know, maybe when I'm there, I'd mm-hmm. like to believe out of 250 people that on certain nights there's 150 or 200 there to see mm-hmm. me, but then they, just 50 there anyway. Maybe one night there's 100 people there that know me and 150 that are just coming because the improv has its rep. Those are why that's so cool.
6: Exactly, People like me, when, when, when I'm at clubs, you know, half, half of the audience maybe at best knows me. The other twelve to fifteen people, <laughs> no, just give them a write up, and it it, it elevates it sell, the crowd, It elevates
5: the audience to understand, you know, a little I'm not, bit about you. Yeah,
6: it lets people know it's not some random fucking dude on stage, right? And and for the headliner too is what I'm saying, mm-hmm. you know, like
5: uh, for the middle for the headliner, mm-hmm. um, it's it's, uh, and I'm not insinuating that you were I don't know what place on the show, but it's good for everybody yeah. on the show, and I'm, I'm sure when there's a host. Which they probably normally have at the improv when I'm there. They don't. They do it for the host too. I imagine he gets something written up. Mm-hmm. And uh, if he just won the funniest comp- a competition in Los Angeles, maybe he's never had TV credits even. Mm-hmm. But whatever it is, there's something it it elevates their education of who they're about to see. You might not know who that person is, but and they could read it and go, oh,
6: okay, then yeah. And people, most people come away from the show and they're like, "Oh, it was a great show," and they're like, "Who'd you see?" And they're like, uh, "The comedian." They don't know the person. Right. I forgot. You the playbill, you got all the names. And you shove it in your pocket. And mm-hmm. if you, especially if you really like
5: comedy, you probably do. So the next day, because I went to see comedy. I know exactly what people do. When I was 16, 17, I just started going to shows. Mm-hmm. I found out about a comedy club in Philly. And I constantly would forget their names. Yeah. But love them. So I started writing their yeah. names down, not realizing as a 16 year old sitting in an audience with a pen <laughs> writing their names. People go, What are you writing? Right. I would write their jokes down because I wanted to tell my friends. So I had a little piece of paper. Mm-hmm. But I get it now as a comedian, no one wants to see you writing their jokes down. Right, so right. So a right. lot of times the comedians, I mean, I look so young and we were well behaved. So nobody, you know, really gave me that hard of a time. But they would go, What are you writing? I go, And I, 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 I was never a ham. I would always go, Oh. And then I stopped doing it because I figured they saw it. And I, but I one time he asked me this comedian Wayne Cotter, I was like, oh, I just like always forget the jokes that make me laugh. So I right, it right,
6: out. it's a sweet thing to do.
5: It's a, it. Is, I, I thank you because I felt it, it is. I it wasn't stealing their jokes, but I also totally I'm not a moron. Once they, I realized it was making them be aware. And I try to scribble it real quick. You know, I wasn't like sitting there writing an essay. But
6: yeah, that's like whenever I see someone recording in an audience i'm not i don't get excited because it's like well i'm probably working on this but my thing is like as long as they're not posting it online that just means they like me yeah go for it hey my me i'll take anything
5: they can pull out a three camera shoot i'll be (laughs) wait a sec todd (laughs) is that your three camera shoot no but if he likes me that much all right everyone we're having a great time but nothing makes it seem more than a real show and that's fun nothing makes it seem more than a real show than ads we'll be back right after this Here's what I'd like to do, Joe McKenzie. I hope I thanked you enough because I can't. I feel you. You. You don't know how much I appreciate. I would slit my throat and bleed out if I couldn't have the jingles, and I'm not just saying it. How about was we talk about DC?
6: Yeah, Todd. I want to tell you my impression of you from then. Okay.
5: Yeah, that's what we were. Yes.
6: Every everyone oh God, everyone's I'm a little like, nervous. You promise you'll be oh, honest? I'll be totally honest. Oh. Everyone's like, oh, the piece of shit's come. No, uh, no. Everyone, there, there were like, first of all, DC Improv never booked anyone they didn't like as a person, okay. But there were maybe four or five people who were the favorites, as comics and people, and you're you're you were one of them. It's like you and Jim Gaffigan, Brian Regan, uh, Tony Rock, um, Chappelle back then. There, there, and there, there were there were a few other people, or Bob Marley, who were just beloved, and everyone loved you. When I first started, I didn't, I didn't know your stuff, right? And John Johnson, who is the general manager there, uh, I, I, I worked on Wednesdays, and you know that that's a Tuesday through Sunday club, and but Tuesdays I would come in after Tuesday, I would do Tuesday a Tuesday through Sunday, which I fucking love. It's the best eight. I mean, you can get so much new material in eight shows in an a week. You're, and you walk into com- – every. you know with that club, the way it's run, that Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you're going to walk into everything perfect. It, it's, it's amazing. And, and, okay, so Tuesdays I would come in. After I do a set, I would come in. I would just pretty much see the headliner set, right? And I would do that every week because I, I wanted to just study everybody, right? And I was instantly a Todd Glass fan. And then on the Wednesday when I worked, John Johnson would tell me, he's like, there are a couple comics he would come in to see every time. You're one of them. Gaffigan. I can't remember who else, but you were every week. He
5: would. He would sit in the back of the room. In and the, you know what? You, mm-hmm. you felt it didn't
6: have to be the president of the United States for you to feel honored
5: mm-hmm. that one is night off. I know he didn't come mm-hmm. in every week and I'm yeah. and if he couldn't come in I wouldn't even be upset with him. It was just yeah. a bonus and he come
6: in he never didn't come in. Rarely but, but came in when he didn't work. Real, except for you he did.
5: Real quick so as you're telling this because you know what? I believe you're not going to say everyone hated you. I get it. But I can tell within the detail of your story that and I'll tell you why that I was a little nervous because I do do things different. Now, the the (laughs) thing is, doing things different does not mean you have to be an asshole at all. But it is, you know, the music that I would play was a little darker. It It was a little darker. But I always tried to go off on the waitstaff as far as when I made the announcement to, like, show a lot of respect to everybody. I'm in your
6: home, so I hope it leveled out. But you're never sure. So I'm happy to hear that. And you would let people take the God mic and interrupt you? And it was, like, it was so fun, but here's the, here's my favorite things that I learned in the beginning of, of watching you. One, John Johnson would say, you know, you're one of his favorite comics ever. And he would say, but my favorite, like, I hope he bombs. He's like, and you never hear that from an owner, but he would hope it was a terrible crowd for you. <laughs> because you're like, you know, some comics, if they're bombing... It's the worst thing in the world. You're gonna leave, and some are the funniest in the world when they're bombing.
5: Can I tell you? As and a,
6: you, you bomb better than anybody.
5: As a compliment to that club, bombing at the DC Improv means, at least for my perception, uh, mm-hmm. because it's never a true. No, never, it's not a true bomb. It's not. It's, no. it's 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 it is in the sense for me what it would mean. I think for him, it does bomb doesn't mean you're going 20 minutes. There's no less. Oh no no no. Probably some nights I'm doing better than I think I'm doing, but I know exactly what he's talking about. There's a sense of when I can't get the crowd to be silly. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That I feel like I'm, like, I know what I want from them. And one of the drummers in the band, speaking of bands, one night I said, without calling the crowd dumb, because they weren't dumb. Mm -hmm. I'll call a crowd dumb if they're dumb, but they weren't. They're never, it's never mayhem in the audience there. The worst crowd still has to be civil because you have no other fucking choice at that club. They'll kick you out. So even on the worst night of that club, you're getting kicked out, you're getting kicked out so they deal with it as good mm-hmm. as you can fucking possibly deal with it and most of the time it runs great but yeah. in the event that there's so hold but, on
6: yeah so maybe maybe to to clarify so, it's when you have to and when you when you're like Faux chastising the crowd. Yeah, that's what he loves. Because and I love it because
5: that happens a lot. Because when I feel like they're not having a sense of abandon, as Duncan says, where they're being silly, and that's but that's fine if he likes that. But yeah, that happens a lot. Where I go, what the fuck? Like I get upset if they're not silly, and then I start yelling at them, which is ironic. I guess the
6: funniest thing in the world, man. But yeah, so that's (laughs) that's how I realize like a well-run club wants a comic to be a comic and doesn't care about. Killing, 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 killing. You know.
5: Look, they have a business to run. Obviously, they need the comedians to do well. But they're comedy friendly. They they are not. They are a comedy club mm-hmm. that happens to serve food. Mm-hmm. Because and there's a lot. There are some good elements about that if it can be done properly. Um, but they're not a restaurant that has comedy. Exactly. And right. that's there's a big difference. Huge. Yeah. And and that's why. So they yeah they're comedy friendly. It doesn't mean at times. You know, look, there were nights at that club where I drank way too fucking much. I'm not proud of it. I mean, I mean, and I wish it was when I was 20. Some of this is when I was, you know, in my 40s. And so, you know, you have a different relationship, hopefully, the longer you do stand up. But uh, because you want to earn the you want if they give that much, you want to be able to meet it with as much professionalism as you're given. So and I haven't always done that. You know, I was never a dick to the staff. My wrongdoing came from drinking too much.
6: No, no, you don't remember that. I don't remember you drinking too much. Good, no, you, you have, there's nothing but good vibes around you there. Even, you know, what I just realized I did my first special in the lounge there, and I have you to thank for it because you hung the curtains that made the backdrop.
5: We shot something there, and we wanted to, they only had the, the it was a small room, but we thought make the whole wall the backdrop mm-hmm. so it makes the stage look bigger, even yeah. in front of it if the stage is a little smaller. And we shot something in there. That room. Was it's still there? I mm-hmm. had we had black we ordered black tablecloths, and mm-hmm. they were really big. You mm-hmm. needed to cut them in half, and I paid a waitress. <laughs> she was so sweet to do it. She she brought them all home, cut them in half, and then stitched them so every table had black tablecloths.
7: Oh wow!
5: And I had in that room. Remember, there was a closet all the way at the other end. Yeah, we opened it up and we black tarped it. I put a five piece band in that little That's room. That's right. So people would go into a sixty. Three seat room, and there'd be a five piece band. It'd be dark. There'd be candles, black tablecloths. Wow. Do Do you remember the
6: night that I don't know if this is the week you oh, taped? Oh,
5: talked about your special. I'm sorry. Oh
6: no 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 no. There's I mean, there's no. I, I took that one offline because I didn't like the audio. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> so the, but there was a night when you did one of the shows there with your band. I th- I was performing somewhere else in town, and I I just came by to hang out. You were there, and my friend John Muma was featuring in yep. the other room and me you Blake and John Muma hung out till 6 a.m. telling one story from midnight yes! to 6 a.m. it was one of the most fun nights of my it life. It was fucking crazy. That how first of all that guy is Muma? Great. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, it's insane. How yeah, how I loved you? him. <laughs> he stopped doing stand up. Really? He lives in uh Yorkpence no Lancaster Pennsylvania. And he stopped doing stand-up. Hold He's on. so funny. What was the story? <laughs> we were telling a story about a comic we know. and uh, Oh, shut the fuck yeah, up! You know it now. I know it's
5: my favorite night. I, I knew it was fun. It the funniest it was about, Okay,
6: I'm even going to tell it. There's a
5: comedian and his name. But it's all right because it's he would be able to laugh at this.
6: Oh, he would love Darren would love it.
5: Darren, Darren, Darren Carter, the party starter. Yeah. So Darren... Uh, you know that's if you can go online, you'll see Darren. And he calls himself the party starter. Now we were teasing him, but it wasn't malicious.
6: No, no, no. no.
5: Uh, but it is fucking funny. So all night long. Oh God, I remember this night. So he's going. So anyway, you know Darren. Car- this is the way he sold it. Like you have to give yeah, it. Mooma. Yeah. You mean to be Mooma? So yeah.
6: um, I was working with uh, I was working with Darren Carter in okay. in. Uh, in Minneapolis, mm-hmm. okay. and uh, you know he, he goes. We're all
5: hanging this. out. We're ha- are we hanging out back at the hotel? No, it
6: was at the lounge. We remember would pay- we had someone on sound until six a.m. Running sound and lights the little for our room, story.
5: What I would do with the little room, if yeah. if even if I was doing shows in the bigger room. I would do it in the little room after, mm-hmm. but when I, they would clean up the room. Like the staff would come in there, they'd clean up the room, and then I'd take five or six tables, put them in the middle, uh-huh. and we'd put like chairs all the way around it. And they they already had candles on the tables, but we'd put like three or you know like three or four down a row. I'd put chairs all around it. We would turn the lights low. We would play cool music. It was like we could DJ ourselves. We could play background music. So we're in that room. And now Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, it's very late
6: at night. I'm so glad you... Waitstaff is in and out. Melba hung out for most of the night. He
5: would make chocolate. He would come
6: in... (laughs) And used and I don't know how he made these thick
5: chocolate ice creams, but he said- oh that
6: Luis would bring Luis. in Luis, yeah yeah yeah. And we were
5: I was high off my ass. And they have to make these frosty smoothies. They have like dairy, you know the ice cream you use it like they pour in the machine. Mm-hmm. It's the soft serve. Yeah yeah. Well he has that, yeah. and he blends it and then with chocolate syrup, and it comes in. It's so like a good. it's like a frosty from Wendy's. I'm like, how the fuck did you make this? And he'd bring it in in an evil way because he knew how delicious it was. And he'd sit him down in front of us with whipped cream and he'd sprinkle something and he had the look on his face like, I know how goddamn good this is and you're high and I know how much you're going to enjoy it. And then you're slurping it through the straw. It's like food and candy and you're like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, yeah. And we're not doing, you know what the truth is? We're not disrespecting the club. We're just being silly in a room. It, it, As everyone pays, you know, they're finishing out their check. You know, what, yeah. the, the staff is wrapping up. There's a lot of work yeah. after the it, audience
6: leaves. It's also one of know. the only clubs in the country where you can do this.
5: Acme, you know what it seems like? Uh, all right, right. The best clubs in the country are the ones that uh, where you will. Like, Acme, the same thing. Like, there's nothing better. And, I, and Jay Moore said this once. And... Not crazy about everything Jay Moore says, but um, <laughs> I, I I had great affection that he said this. He was at a club and they told him he, you can't hang out with the staff. They would used to tell you that. at the Tempe Improv? Yeah, can He was afraid that the staff would maybe say things about him. So, ah. uh, so so you couldn't hang out with the staff. And you know, at a certain level in your career, you, you sort of adhere to. You sneak out. You want to go hang out with the staff. Uh, you know, you don't want to say it. But Jay Moore said no. What the? F-? He said basically go fuck yourself. I'm in the business. Yeah. Besides doing stand-up on the road, the only thing better than that is hanging out with the staff. When, yeah. when you're at a club, forget about when you're at a bad club. That's where the staff might be angry because they're treated like shit. Right. But when you're at a good club and the staff is treated with respect and dignity, they're mm-hmm. a happy staff.
6: DC Helium and Philly hanging out at that bar? Oh, oh my God. It's amazing.
5: It's, 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 there's nothing better. It's like you're out. With friends mm-hmm. and you're at a bar, but it's really just you and the staff. And there's nothing better than that. So the DC improv was like that. I have great affection for so many people. I've known people from that staff that have passed away that you're like it mm-hmm. breaks your heart, you know, because mm-hmm. you you do, you go in there and you hang out with them. So the night you're talking about the night you're talking about
6: I remember Allison Allison probably left at two and thought we were leaving right away. Yeah. We're there till the morning. And so John's like, yeah, so, so I'm with Darren in, in Minneapolis, right? Uh-huh. And, and we're doing the show, and he asked me, if I, on Friday, he asked me if I want to go out after the show. And I said, ah, I don't know if I can, I'm a little tired. And, and, you know, we do the whole weekend of shows until Sunday. And then Sunday asked me if I want to go out, and I'm thinking, oh, you know, I don't really go out. You know, I'm like 43. And by the way, real quick, he started every
5: time he'd go, okay, I got a story. <laughs> I want to tell you about, you know, Darren Carter. He says he's the party starter. He says he's the
6: party starter. But, but but, but, let me just tell you the story. Let me said. tell you what happened. And, and then, this is, by the way, truth in this podcast, this is a true story. It's 100% true story. It makes it fucking crazy. And, and every time that he would say, okay, let me tell the story. Todd, me or Todd would jump in with a guess at what, at what the story would be because we know Darren. Yeah. It, it, he, you know, it, it's not the type of party that a lot of people are thinking. Yeah. You know, it, he, He's a very mild-mannered man. <laughs> he's very sweet. And it's not the kind of party people are thinking when they hear party starter. Remember he said he had a, to interject.
5: I was yeah. going to say not to interject. I remember <laughs> when he goes, so he has a coupon. Oh, I forgot about the coupon. Oh, you forgot about the coupon? I forgot so? about the... You take over. You take okay, over. thank you. I remember the you. end. I can't. I forgot about no, the coupon. he goes, so Darren Carter has a coupon. Look, I might get the burger joint right. This is truth. This is truth. Darren <gasps> Carter, the party starter. Party starter. Yeah.
6: So he goes, he has a coupon, and and it's for a... like. Hey, a, Todd, can I just interrupt? Say, if you're at a place, and it's kind of dull, right, and it, everyone's just kind of sitting around, what would happen if, if Darren came in? Well, you would think it would start a party. I thought so.
5: Okay, but, okay. But listen, this is what happens when when this. What's his name? Uh, John Muma. John Muma. So I'm gonna shorten it up here because I'm a little bit inebriate. I'm, I'm I've had a few. <laughs> I want to make sure I don't stretch it out. But it went on forever because the story kept getting interrupted. And but he would go so anyway like he was beautiful he never went guys I'm trying to tell a story we would go off on 20 directions it would literally
6: in a half an hour sound would go and by. lights we would march around in the room and dance yeah and then he
5: <laughs> would go He without missing a beat which is my favorite thing when a guest does on the show when everything calmed down he'd go so he comes up to me after the show he would just go right back and he had a coupon for like a burger for a it was for a, Ruby Tuesday Ruby Tuesdays but they had to drive 30 minutes <laughs> yeah. they had to drive 30 minutes to the Ruby Tuesdays so at the finally at the end of the whole night he goes so what's your point he goes so it ends up you know Darren Carter the party starter he's not such a party starter <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we waiting for? <laughs> and then, he goes, he goes, Red Rubies. So we drive thirty minutes to a Red Rubies because he has a, like a fifty percent off discount, or it maybe it could have been a fifty dollar <laughs> gift card. He goes, so it ends up, Darren Carter. You're not such a party, a party star. star. <laughs> <laughs> I
4: right.
5: would have for- I didn't forget that story, but I wouldn't have connected ever- I forgot about who it was. Mm-hmm. But I've told that story probably fifteen times over the years, but I just
6: forget that it was John. It was John. It man, it was so fun. He was great. We he had was
5: so much fun. Why is a guy like him stop doing stand up?
6: I don't know. I He got bored with it and he's so funny, man. Wow. He he uh yeah God he's so funny but that night yeah we we someone stayed to do lights and sound I wish I could remember who it was it may have been Melba I can't remember Melba was playing like uh, remember that song uh it was uh oh
5: shit it was a just this real great like Latin dance song she was DJing the room so every so often we'd have betting <laughs> and then great. all of a sudden out of the blue you know
6: what, what was the song
5: was it Enrique oh, Iglesias I, I, oh no no I can tell oh, you the, the song it was, was it dumb. turning
6: the beat around love to hear percussion the Gloria Stefan. I don't, I remember it being like this song,
5: an old, like an old, um, like mamba.
8: Like Girl Girl from
5: Ipanema or something? No, the mamba. Play the mamba. Because I think there's, it builds. I think it builds. And and out of nowhere, she would let us all talk and then she'd come in like, she was, (laughs) she was great with it. And all of a sudden we we would hear, let me, I'll tell you if it's it, but uh, I don't know if it's it. I love that. So anyway, so good. The staff liked me. Okay. Uh, oh, I, I knew they it. wouldn't hate me, but I hope they wouldn't be like, uh, here's what I thought you might say. No, no, no. With you, Todd, after they got to know you, but in the beginning, but no, no, no. They always thought Todd does this and he does that. I thought there was going to be a little bit of a story. No. But um, yeah, it was always music. I did music back then,
6: but I had the sound guy do it all. You did. You did. You closed on Sweet Caroline, uh, which I didn't know the song before. And in my head, it was a Todd Glass song. No, shut I swear to God. I mean, I knew I knew in my heart it wasn't a Todd Glass song because you say that you know this yeah. Neil Diamond song, but I had never heard the Neil Diamond song before then. That's that's
5: my. Let me tell you something. I need to come up with the Sweet Caroline, but it's not Sweet Caroline. I know I like to do it because it doesn't mean you can have a shitty show and you do Sweet Caroline. It's all great, but you you don't have to worry about your closer. Sometimes you know you want to bring them to, to this to this for, for you know mm-hmm. this place, but you know maybe your your last bit should do it. But if for some reason it doesn't, but you had a great show, you still can fucking bring them home. But I need a new one, and I'm working on it, folks. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Don't yeah. worry.
6: I'm not going to emerge out of this pandemic with the same. Uh, let me know first, because I anytime I hear Sweet Caroline, I picture you yelling at audience members to, well, see, to do the bum, bump, bum. Bump. You know,
5: it's funny. is The way that started was my brother goes, I think it's really funny how you fake like you're angry at them. Uh-huh. Do we need to have this in the house? We probably don't. I'll leave it in the house. My brother used to go. So somebody said it. I don't know if it was my brother. I'm I'm, I'm assigning it to my brother because I forget who said it. But um, he said, um, uh, "Oh, I think it's funny how you get fake angry at them." And truth, mm-hmm. I wasn't fake angry. I would get mad that they weren't singing it. Like, come on, this is any bomb, bomb, bomb. So then, after I knew that that was funny, I, I. Overdid it even more. I would stop and go, forget it. it I'd rather so not funny. perform. I would go backstage and I'd have the sound guy like he would get yeah. Todd, please come on out. The crowd's gonna do bump bump bump. And then I would come back out. We had a whole thing. So anyway, so um, let me hear what what um, Melba was. So we yeah we'd be hanging out all night. Then like 12:30, one o'clock, she started would just play these songs and they would. <laughs> let's hear what this what I think it was.
8: All right, let's well, see.
5: I don't know if it was, but I'll know as soon as I hear it. Doesn't sound great quality.
6: That sounds okay. It could be. I remember we were like dancing in the room, Uh, kind of marching almost. I think Blake took his shirt off. Well, no one (laughs) needed that.
9: No, is this?
5: Hold on, let it breathe.
4: I don't think this is it. Neither do I. Drag it further. Is it, uh... okay.
6: It's a similar energy. Oh, this feels like it might be it. I just remembered another Todd Glass no. story. No, we're
4: gonna find it. Let's
6: let's not. Is hurry. It,
8: uh, sometimes I get in a hurry. Let me turn. Is hold it muchacha? Muchacha?
6: No, it's.
5: Hold on. It's. It's on one of the podcasts. I do it at the end of the show. It's. It's. Hold on. It doesn't. It's it's Do you want to do you want to see if we can think about it or should I take is it, my time or is it No, you Hey, you
6: want to think about I'm going to tell another a story about you in New York. That was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Okay. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. With yeah,
5: music will play that when we come out. Um This is in New York City.
6: This is in New York. This was after a show. I don't know if it was your show, Rory's show, my show. We all met up. It was me, you, Rory and and Robbie Collier. I don't know if you remember yeah. him. Yeah. We we went to a a A taco truck. I think we were, I think we just come from the slipper room. We're going somewhere else. And we get food from the, from, I didn't get anything from the taco truck. I didn't say why. And you go, oh, you know, it looks like I got, I got an extra sandwich. Ryan, do you want this torta? And you handed it to me. And then you got everyone's attention, and as soon as it was, was like, settled in my hands, you slapped it out of my hands. It was the funniest thing in the world. And then you bought me another one. Okay.
5: (laughs) Because it's not funny unless you... I have done that once in a while with something absurd. Like, if you get someone (laughs) an ice cream... And yeah. then you like, you go over, but you're going to get another one. And, yeah. and you just, I find a reason. I go, I buy you an ice cream and you're not eating it. You know what? Maybe you don't want it. To slap it out of their head. <laughs> Only we have to be having such an incredible night for me to go to that silliness <laughs> because you've got to t- take the silliness to an absurd level. It's got to already be going good. Otherwise, I wouldn't it, do that to someone that because then it could just, you know, no, right, this it, guy's a little
6: too much. It had a perfect arc. So here's the thing. So. I didn't buy food because I was I was so broke at the time. I was like, Oh, I can't afford to eat after midnight. And then you bought me the torta and I was so excited. And then you slapped it on my hands and I was crestfallen. And then you go, I'll buy you something else. What do you want? And then I got to pick what I wanted. And it was I was back at a ten.
5: Oh, I love it. It's getting
6: better. <laughs> I liked when you
5: know Blake Wexler just moved to New York and Did he? When the pandemic's over. I, I mean I'll miss Blake here, but what I like about it is I don't know New York, so it can be overwhelming. Mm-hmm. You don't know where there's cool one-nighters or where the cool bar shows are. And when, I, when Rory lived there, I would meet up with Rory, the as, as, as same when we, mm-hmm. di- we, we did that night, and follow him all over mm-hmm. and, uh, and just have fun, do sets, go see a show. And, and mm-hmm. uh, with, with, I don't know anyone there now like that. Oh, so man. Blake, it'll be fun to go to, when I go to New York that I'll have somebody that I can... That's
6: a bummer that, uh, that Blake left. Yeah, I didn't know yeah. that. I knew yeah. he'd
5: been on the East Coast, but I didn't know he moved. Yeah, he moved, and for a lot of good reasons, you know? And not with, like, w- one of the main things we talked about was it wasn't with L.A. sucks. No, because he goes, you don't have to pit New York against L.A. And um, he goes, I could see me returning here, but right now, for certain reasons, and uh, that, that works for his um, uh, his girlfriend, Julia, mm-hmm. uh, that's where they're going to be for a while. So, uh, So I'm actually... Excited because of the one element that I just mentioned. So,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll Did be do great. It'll be great
5: else? to visit him there. Did I do anything else bad? Anything no, bad? man. I I, I have
6: no bad Todd oh, Glass ooh. stories. The only thing, this isn't a bad thing. This was just I this is vomited. Ca- I'm sorry. This is kind of
5: like the no playbill thing, right? <laughs> what if I bring up shit that he's not going to remember, but now I incriminate myself? Okay, one waitress. I played with her cans. Remember when your tires <laughs> got slashed? That was me. I got that was me. I was jealous. Grow I, up, Todd. Grow up.
4: Oh, grow. Speaking
6: up. of which, grow up. Well, hold on. That's a tease to the girl bit we're going to be doing later. (laughs) I know how teases work. My girlfriend told me, she was like, I saw this show at, uh, I think it was Lyric Hyperion with Todd Berry and Thomas Middleditch. And she's describing the show. And I was like, who is it? And she's like, Todd Barry and Thomas Middleditch. And she keeps ex- <laughs> it's, describing it. And I was like. Sounds like Todd Glass. I think that's Todd. Because she, she was like, he got really mad at someone who was talking in the crowd. And I was like, I told this story. Todd Glass or, or Todd Berry one time, I remember said something. To, someone in the crowd was texting in the front row. And Todd Berry goes, are you texting in the front row of my show? And the one goes, oh, I'm so sorry. And he goes, <laughs> it's fine. Just let me know if you need help spelling hilarious yeah. You know? So, so I told her that, and she was like, "No, it was like more energy." And I was like, "Do you mean Todd Glass?" And she goes, "Yeah, it was Todd Glass." And I go, "Thomas Middledish." I was like, "Do you mean Rory?" And she was like, "Yes."
4: Ah,
5: you know what?
6: God love her because I could do the same thing. But it is so
5: funny how names. She had everything, but you know what? She rem- she she remembered the jokes. Yeah, 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 I would forget the names all the time, just from you know. Uh, at the Comedy Works, they wrote them. You know what they did at the Comedy Works, mm-hmm. the club I started at. Mm-hmm. They wrote the names up on the chalkboard, which was framed on this brick wall, and it was great if you were emceeing because in the event, mm-hmm. that's a clean. That's a good idea. That's great. That's a great idea. So for th- most of their shows, were three. You know, they had three people. They had three people in a host that would do really short. But I, I didn't know was... you were a Denver star. I didn't know you started in Denver. No, the comedy works in Philly. Oh, in Philly. Okay, okay. They both opened right about the same time, so there's a chance somebody took the name. But I love the name, and even if it existed more than once, it's still a great name. Great name. The comedy works. It's just, it's just it doesn't have to be hee hees or all the, you know, you know. For years we would make fun of those names, but only with like three years ago. For some reason, for some reason I had clarity. Because someone was opening up a club, and I said, you know, try to keep the name, like, you know, the Walnut Street Comedy Club. Or mm-hmm. Helium, I didn't vote for it, but it's okay. It, it, it squeaked mm-hmm. in as okay. It's not. Mm-hmm. But I said, but, um, you know, the uh, the, the Charlie Goodnight's. I go, you know, when I'm having people, and I'm in my career. I don't want to tell, I don't want to say come to Hee Hees or haha. Yeah. It's embarrassing. Yeah. And I go, I never thought about it. It's like, not only is it. It's classier. Yeah. I think Sarah Silverman said it the best. You don't need to put a hat on a hat. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. a comedy club. that sells yeah, it. That's great. You know, you talk about I like s- the name Goodnights though. Good nights is great. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Good Nights is great. Charlie Good Nights is great. It has a, mm-hmm. you know, look, when it comes out of your mouth, it's not like he he's is going to go, yeah. yeah, you mean like he he's? They get it. They go, well, we went silly. Or you call it the, fu- even the funny bone. All right, relax. I know. Just I take know. it You're easy. You're talking about like so Captain,
6: Captain Laffy
8: Bottoms.
5: And yeah. The ones like that.
6: that really exist. You, you know? know, I've been to some where I'm embarrassed to say the name and the funny things, I can't even remember the name of any of them. Right. Because after you, know, you, just, after you perform there, you f- just forget.
5: And even though I'm not crazy about the way this club is run, it says the name can be eclectic. Ro- I think Rooster Tea Feathers is great. I've never been there,
6: but I've heard that's an amazing. It place. sounds
5: like there's a story. Mm-hmm. I'm all right with Rooster mm-hmm. Tea Feathers. It has nothing to do with hee he, or hot. I think it's a really yeah. cool what about, name. What about going
8: bananas?
7: <laughs> no,
5: like <laughs> stop it. Going bananas. Like what's Relax. Take it easy. That's a hat on a hat on a hat it on is, a hat. it is. We're going bananas.
6: It's like it's like calling a place Laugh Your Buns Off. Yeah, stop it already. <laughs> stop it. it.
5: You know, they don't have to... Call Carnegie Hall, okay? Try to... Right, right, nice, right. Uh... Matter of fact, the Vermont Comedy Club, great, great name, name. yeah, great Great name. name.
6: Isn't there one in Connecticut that has a great name in Hartford? Comedy Connection, yeah, was uh,
5: absolutely great. Boston
8: too, yeah. My friend just opened a comedy club in Fort Collins, Colorado, called the Fort. The Fort, yeah, you. Oh, we got a connection there then. The Fort, yeah, because you don't. It's called the Comedy Fort. Mm -hmm. No, it's. uh, I think it's just called the Fort. The Fort. The Fort.
6: Yeah.
5: Yeah. Anything that
6: comedy studio, Boston. Great name. Comedy Studio is great.
5: Comedy Studio. So there's a lot. We're not looking to pick these ones that are no. absurd. Even they wouldn't include their names. Like if you went the Front Street Comedy Club or Comedy on State. Okay, when when you were going, okay, let's say Charlie Goodnight's Comedy on State. These are real clubs. Vermont Comedy Club, the Comedy Connection. It's not like the ones that have he-he's or ha-ha would go, yeah, like he-he's. No, they they go, well, we just went a different direction. We get it. Not even you think that there's something of, I hate the word style or class because it sounds so classless. But for lack of a better word, that's what we're going for. All those names, Vermont and then he-he's or... They just yeah. decided. Oh well, we were gonna do that. Yeah, I know you decided that. And stop it. It's wrong. It sounds like it,
8: shit. It's awful. It's what about awful? Uh, what about Magooby's joke house in Baltimore? <sighs> Pre- oh.
5: Magoobies almost without the Joke House, <laughs> but they wouldn't just give up. You know, it's like they're trying to be the bullies. If they just go Magoogies, I'm trying. They go Joke House. Say so you couldn't fucking take it the other direction. Magoobies isn't so bad all by itself. It sounds yeah. like it could have been something around from the 40s. Magoobies uh, comedy, comedy Theater is beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. M- M- The Arcade Comedy Theater. I'm almost embarrassed I left that out in Pittsburgh. Beautiful. Arcade Stand-Up Comedy Theater. That's great. That's Pittsburgh?
4: Yeah.
6: I don't know that one. That's a good name. It's great.
5: Yeah. It's
6: absurd. They did it right.
5: The Arcade Comedy Theater, I went there and did like six shows. And it's like, you go in, it looks like where they sell the old candies, like in an actual theater, the Raisinets, just for a little bit of... You know, it, oh, it's that's cool. Oh, great! And, then, and you walk in, and the marquee looks like a, like an old movie theater. That's cool. And there's one room that holds about a hundred, and I think forty downstairs, and upstairs there's a room that holds eighty with a green room, like as nice as the Melrose Improv. That the oh, that one wow. thing about that, it with sofas and brand new, and a bathroom with beautiful tile that's clean and brand new, and the sofas and the chairs and a dining room table, and it's like it's it's crazy and the lounge before you go in is nice and it's everything we darkened it up a little bit for me but um and then they and then um okay there's okay and the name of it the arcade comedy theater i think i don't know if it's arcade stand-up comedy theater but arcade comedy theater
6: and like that's a great name like yes if, if there's one, oh man, actually this might be one that I want to work this year, so maybe or you later in the home. year, so maybe I shouldn't say it. It's one there's there's a club that's something like Doctor Smiles Dr. or Doctor Grins in uh, Grand Rapids. You know what? Oh yeah, I'm actually fine. that's fine.
5: Not that I'm the almighty of. What's I was thinking it was
6: Smiley or something. Doctor Dr. Grins. Dr. Grins Shitty Pants, they call it. No, Doctor <laughs> Grins is great. I've heard it's an amazing club, actually. Uh, I
5: don't know, Doctor. I'm not sure about that. I know it was in a big old warehouse with like bars everywhere, unless it moved. And it was cool. It was cool by who ran it. And then if the person changed... Yeah.
6: A lot of the place... people who run it are the people I know who are awesome.
5: Well, a lot of times what happens is like it's not the the people that own the building or that own the bar, but they have a third floor. They never use it. Mm-hmm. And then these people come in. And if they left, it wouldn't right. be great. But thank God they're there. They just happen to have management that gets comedy. That happens mm-hmm. sometimes. i don't not saying it happens there. But when I was there, I really had a good time. It was... It was fun like the club was run and it was uh, upstairs on the
6: third floor. Are we t- mm-hmm.
8: is it at the same place as I, I don't of-
6: know I haven't been to their club but they they book some like one-nighters all over the country some private gigs and they'll come out to them and okay. and the shows are amazing they're like theater in Cary North Carolina and some other things. And and say that and, and they're the th- coolest people.
5: I like it. That's good brand yourself. Just in case they listen, I don't want them to think I'm saying anything bad. I actually <laughs> to truth, do think Dr. Grins in the
6: name itself is, uh, is That great. is a good name actually. Yeah.
5: It just has a you it, write it, as soon as it comes out, we comedy on state if there was a competition and you had to pick like that's the tie with Vermont comedy Club. Comedy on State. It's good. Name. Oh, that's just great. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. enough. Mm-hmm. How come they thought that was okay? Let me tell you something. When you name your club Comedy on State, That says fifty things about you that I could guess just by the name, because you you could have chose, you didn't have to go to he he's or ha ha's. Mm -hmm. That's
6: absurd. But
5: you went completely the other way, all fucking style.
6: Yeah, it's great. It's great. It's we have comedy where on state comedy on state. It's great. That's all you need to know. It's
8: all you need to know. It's clean and it's not a hat on a hat. All you need to know is comedy club. You know. So just make it basic.
6: There is there was a place in Rochester right, right. called the Comedy Club that was great. I don't know if it's still Comedy there. Comedy but... club's fine.
8: Yeah.
5: And um and there you go. I'm st- I'm I need to get a water, but I don't want yeah, I should get one because I'll enjoy myself. Like I'll sit here for another half an hour and talk. <laughs> so get what, a I'm, water. what I'm gonna do, how about if we do this? We'll let a song breathe. Yeah, let's let it breathe. Like let us song- but I really want to hear it too, but I'm gonna run and get the water and then um <laughs> 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 Megan. So, here's what I'm gonna do. Hey Todd, do.
6: still out on a run. I uh, just wanna let you know the show's going great. Um, really who, loving
5: all. Who is all, this?
6: All the, I forget. It's
5: Joe. Uh, Joe. Oh, hi Joe. I yeah, forgot the just, bit I was in.
6: Just, uh, just wanna let you know uh, if you guys can name four more comedy clubs with good names. Uh, oh, do you think
5: that would make the show better? I think that they
6: would make the show. better All right, better. we'll do it right now. Okay. Uh. All, all right. lot right, right. bye
5: why does he sound like he's going poo poo? I, I don't. Let's know. think I don't of four more names.
6: For, let's really try to do it. Okay, um, four more clubs with good names. Mm. Come on. <sighs> What's that one in Seattle called? That's Oh, the on comedy the, underground. Underground, a great name. See, there you go. Oh, the comedy cellar the is a comedy cellar. Great, great. That's two. We need two. four. Oh, I bet that we could name. Let's just go to New York. By and the way, go what, great about, names. what about what about Caroline City?
5: Caroline's oh. is, well, Caroline's is great. Great that's name. A clean Cap City. Cap City is great.
9: See, we're not looking to pick.
5: It's no. just a style that you go. Um uh, by the way, uh um Caroline's is just great. Uh it's just clean. Danger Fields of course, same thing. Great name. Uh but uh yeah, if I owned a comedy club, I would try to just pick something in the area mm-hmm. that right. uh, sounded cool, you know, uh hist- you know, I don't know whatever it was. I I don't know what it would be. I don't want to think about it cuz I'm too busy right now doing a show <laughs> <laughs> to have content. All right, listen. So you think we, I think we, we told the story, the meeting, we're all good. I, it's a nice ending where I feel uh, so many people, we could sit and talk oh. about some of the great Melba and, and every, oh, John and just, Allison. Great, Allison, great affection for Allison. You know how many, you sit in the car with somebody for year after year mm-hmm. after year after year, sometimes two and a half hours. Forget about it, the club. You get to know them when you're driving to radio, sometimes two or three days a week, and mm-hmm. they pick you up. Mm-hmm. Always in a always in a positive attitude. I'm sure her life had a you know trouble like everybody else. But when she when she picked me up, always positive. Get in the mm-hmm. car and we drive. Sometimes an hour, sometimes an hour and twenty minutes, depending on traffic. And uh, her car was always nice and clean.
8: Too. Always great. Always and, great. Yeah. Always positive.
5: Makes yes. a big difference. And I would had a deal, which just because they came to a show once in a while, they would. They would either keep you at the Mayflower, but mostly at, well, it, we it. It was how called far Lincoln Suites,
6: but now it's called something else. Yeah,
5: now it moved. Lincoln Suites eventually, actually, was they had redone it. Be, Lincoln Suites was great. But then there was another place, most of the time, where they still keep you, and it's great. It's very chic, and for lack of a better word, these it's a niche hotel. Oh, what the fuck is it is called? Is it the Topaz? The
6: Topaz. Oh, I love that place. Yeah.
5: It's just, the Topaz has a lot in that street that it's on. It's oh, it's a, great. So, like, if that's not good enough, I just had my own deal going with the Mayflower with one of the managers that came to the show. Uh-huh. So, he would always match the Topaz rate just as a favor to wow. me. And that had a big living room, and that was a oh, very man. fancy hotel. So, and you'd walk across the street. So, you're staying at the Mayflower, you're working at a well run comedy club, and it was peaceful because you know you'd go from the Mayflower or the Topaz, you know you had the nice gym, they gave you a pass. Everything was good. Oh, it's amazing. It's, a, it's a so important. You know, I feel like the Charlie Goodnights is like that. And it says you don't need it to be... Yeah, the Mayflower was a very, very fancy, nice hotel. And that was great. But guess what? I have the same calm when I'm working at Charlie Goodnights. And there's a Doubletree, literally two yeah, yeah. blocks from the club, with a YMCA that's brand new. And the wow. hotel is brand new. And it's well-run. And the people at the front desk are nice. And you know you're going to be at the DoubleTree, and then you have that beautiful brand new gym oh. right next door, and then two blocks over you walk to a well-run club. Same I, thing.
6: I'm there in the fall if people stop dying with COVID. <laughs> so that's hey, that's exciting to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. So anyway, I just wanted to say good loving things and spread the love to you know because it's important because I am particular, but I don't think I'm ridiculous because so many of the good clubs do pretty much you know everything I want and uh, happy to do it and And well run comedy clubs are the most peaceful place on the planet for me.
6: I'll say anytime I go to a club where the green room has perfect lighting and lamps and stuff like that, I can just go, was Todd Glass here? And they go, Yeah, yeah, Todd did this.
5: It's funny, you know, (laughs) I'm happy that they keep it. I started going to Target on the way home from radio, this happened a lot, Mm -hmm. and buying a lamp. Mm -hmm. Because they had the now a lot of the I'll give like Helium credit. You know, I'll pick on them where they need to be picked on. But they also took note to that. And instead of just Finally, when they built their clubs, they put lamps in there, and I when I see that, it makes Mm -hmm. me know somebody is smart to take notice to that, because most of the times you wouldn't want the overhead lights on. Mm -hmm. And in all fairness to them, the furniture was always brand new in their green rooms. They had a brand new refrigerator. It was well managed. They had in the corner ice and with waters in them, and just like the improv in DC. Heliums
6: and DC Improv have the best green rooms because you go straight to the stage from them. It's it's amazing.
5: Yeah, you have this perfect and and any whether it's it doesn't have to be. You know Taj Mahal, but it's it's a sense of purpose, and uh, Helium's definitely. Uh, you know, I think their green rooms are super nice, and they they realize they have a lamp, and everyone has yeah. a lamp, and uh, but I would go in back in the day and gel the lights or buy a lamp and turn the lights off and put tape over it and said please don't ever fuck and I literally would don't turn that on while I'm here. Yeah, yeah. you put me in a bad mood. <laughs> but the. Uh, but anyway, so there's a lot of lot of clubs, and that uh, it is a peaceful thing when you're at them, and uh, and I can't wait to get back on the road. I mean, I, can't I feel wait. like I want to be a better comic. I want. I thought I was good before, but guess what? I could fucking tighten it up a little, you know? Tighten it up. Go out there, be who you want to be, and do what you want to do. But be prepared to do it, and that's why I'm working yeah. really hard on the set list that I'm going to go out with. I'm. I'm having my friend Daniel Kino come over. I'm putting together a binder, Mm -hmm. and it can be what I want, but I can tighten it up.
6: I'm. Man, I'm. I am just so excited. I've done. You know, I do Zoom shows. It's like once a week or every other week. Good for you, by the way, to be able to. You know, one is colleges are booking them, and so it's a good way to. I'm supposed to be recording an album at Helium in Philly in the fall, in late last week of October, and I'm like, "How is this going to happen?" At this, you're going to be fine. So I'm I'm running the hour at these shows. I have one tomorrow actually, and I'm just just running the hour each time. And then you know, usually you don't get a real club response, but then on Sunday, I did this show that the Laugh Factory here does called Chocolate Sundays. Mm-hmm. It's, it's an amazing show, and they actually had 75 people. What's 75? people. Zooms, which means probably 150 plus people because more than one's logged in each one. And they did it so perfectly that everyone has their camera and their mic on and they're laughing. And it felt like a real show for the first time. Whereas last week I did a show and someone... As I was being introduced, someone goes, I don't want to hear about sex from a white man. Oh, I saw that tweet. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I was going to talk
5: about... uh, I talked about onions and
6: fundraisers and stuff like that.
5: uh, Let me say something uh, that'll show you how much I appreciate um, when they do put people up. and I've had fun nights like that. And also how I think you could make the... When there's almost want to have it where nobody does. And I've said this on the show before, Mm -hmm. but you're a comic... I always hope my goal is that other comic will hear it and you'll motivate someone mm-hmm. you know you know where you need to be motivated in this mm-hmm. area I think I've something to offer and I'm not shy to say it that a lot of comedians might be missing the the, the opportunity to do and um, but but before I say it you'll take it with more I think you'll understand it if I go I've also been in situations where they put people up on the wall and that was fucking amazing mm-hmm. like they did it once mm-hmm. with hunter Hunter Hill was doing these shows where they put them up on like I'm talking 10-foot high by 20-foot wide. Oh, wow.
6: And you
5: saw them, and they were having such a good time, and they were in their living rooms, and some people were from Chicago. There was one people in Hong Kong, and they... Wow. They a, and you perform in front with a big mic, and picture like a big, a gigantic screen circled around you. Some TV shows have done it.
6: That's amazing. Yeah,
5: and you see them like in real... And if he goes, we could shoot a special where we ask people to move up. You have a producer go out, move up in front of your TVs. People are told they have to put a black tablecloth on whatever it is. You're oh, watching wow. it and light a candle. And then you, so your audience is all, you bring them together. You could ask them to get dressed up. So there was, I was like excited to sort of maybe do a special like this. So, okay, I told that so you'll know that I get that and that happens. It doesn't have to be one or the other. But here's where I think the missed opportunity is that it doesn't mean we don't have to be excited to get back in front of audiences. I'm of course. Yeah. And there's something to read a room. The, I get it the art of reading a room, of course, is when you don't compromise what you think's funny because i 've done that I wanted to do so well i 'll pull out jokes i don 't like that's not that's not what you that 's not reading a room you don 't have to compromise what you want mm-hmm. but it's, it's, re- it's there 's a responsibility within stand up not to bastardize what you do, but to try to all right that 's part of the art without mm-hmm. bast- okay but if there 's an opportunity that came along where you don 't have to do that, mm-hmm. and I hope you get one step ahead of me where you can do your stand-up with your podcast sensibilities. In other words, mm-hmm. we've never sat here tonight and went, oh, God, how do we know it's funny? How do we know? Right. The reason that you pull over and you die laughing, when you, you I think when you were listening to Howard Stern or anybody, because they weren't stopping because they, you're not in front of them. If they're laughing so hard and they're in front of you, stop. Sometimes we go on and on and it's boring. Other times you do something that's funny. I know because I listen, and there it's something else, and that's why with Stern... Because he doesn't have an audience in front of them, mm-hmm. so and it's and that's why you get that type of reaction. Because w- when is Stern going till till he thinks it's not funny? When, it, when if I'm with Rory, how when do I stop? When we're not enjoying it, exactly. And that's going to exactly. be optimum performance. It's not like oh, with yeah. no audience, we can just cheat. No, we're not looking to cheat. We know it's funny when it's just the two of us sitting in a room.
6: You know, in your head.
5: You know, in your head. Yeah. So why not? So yeah. what I said to a friend of mine was, you we should be performing and going. I'm having the time of my life.
6: Exactly. And how
5: do I know? So when I get off stage, and sometimes when I would do shows in here, and it was just Vinny, but I mm-hmm. did some with... Mostly I had one person. So I would get off stage after joining Zoom shows or just doing five minutes of stand-up on a black sheet at your house and get a microphone mm-hmm. and just tweet it. Yeah. Sometimes I record it and I don't even put it out there. Mm-hmm. All that shit's important. I'm almost done. So when... um. Doing the shows, um, I'll get there. Hold on, with the uh, with the podcast attitude. Oh yeah, so I would do my show in here, whether it was a ten minute spot or one night I did an hour for a comedy club, Mm -hmm. and I got off stage and I would turn to Vinny or I would turn to Cody and go, "Oh my God, that was fun." Now, what do I mean by that? Well, how do I know it was good? How do I know it went well? It was me and him. Yeah. How do I? I'll tell you how I know. I'm not trying to get one over in anybody. I know when the words flow out of my mouth right. I know when because Vinny would smile or Cody would smile that it made help me a little bit and I would start ad-libbing a little bit more just because they were laughing. But I so if you do that with your stand-up, that's what might be happening when people are watching at their house. If you go on and you commit and you do a show, yeah. you're just go till you think it's funny. Some people will hate you, but the people who love you won't get your version of what that audience Mm -hmm. brought it down to, but with the purity of it. And it doesn't mean everyone's going to like it, but the people that will like it are going to like the version where you're going to trust your instincts.
6: They're going to love it. That's what the best opportunity has been of this. I remember when I first started, uh, a comic told me uh, that that what you want in stand-up, this is Brian Regan, he said is to become as close to your offstage self on stage as possible. Uh, And that's what this is allowing people to do. Like I said, I'm doing these like hour long zoom shows and sometimes everyone has their mic turned off. Sometimes four people do. And I remember the, the, the first time I did it, I was like kind of in my head, like, how is this going to go? But then I'm having fun doing all this new stuff and then I look at the comments, because everyone's writing comments. I look at that after and all this new stuff that I committed to that I love doing that was a hundred percent me, they love.
5: And it's gonna be overwhelmingly that. And that's
6: what we all have to do. Right.
5: It's let me tell you something. I really I will be as cocky to say not only did this I don't know if cocky is the right word, but a moment of security that I would if I would be proud to say to somebody, hey, if, if you want to be motivated, listen to Mile Marker. Even if I said one hour and nine minutes in to one hour and 19, you know, whatever. You give them a tweet. They had a pretty good conversation on comedy. I think a lot of my fellow comedians, bigger than me and not as big as me and all over the goddamn gamut, could benefit from hearing that conversation mm-hmm. because I said it better. And because you understood and you joined in, mm-hmm. you were able to clarify because I haven't been met with that type of understanding with a lot of people when I bring this up. Uh, some I have, uh, to name drop, Sarah Silverman said, I'm really glad you told me that. She goes, because I needed to hear it. Yeah, we well, should have, be having a ball. And here's what I, I used mm-hmm. to say stand. the reason podcasting be, was so, I really think worked, if I had to, if I was asked or if anybody gave a shit, but I've always thought podcasting gave radio the purity of stand up. Mm hmm. Because with stand-up, look, you're either going to love it or hate it, but it's, you, it's a little cocky. I'm going to write it, and I'm going to direct it, and I'm going to mm-hmm. edit it, and I'm going to star mm-hmm. in it, and I'm going to... So, so that's what it gave radio, the purity of stand-up. So podcasting now was like this radio, which people love, people hear it, but with the purity of stand-up. Yeah. And people loved it. So I thought, well, maybe if you want to make a, a podcast a human being and, and, and stand-up a human being, maybe now it's podcast way to go, why don't you do your stand-up with the sensibility of the podcast? And you're going to have a ball, and you're going to grow, and you're going to return to the scene a better comedian. It doesn't mean you don't go back to reading rooms. There's an art to it. But, you know, especially when you've been doing it as long as you or me, mm-hmm. look, maybe it's a little harder in your first six months. But we, we can do this, and yeah. it can benefit us and return us a better stand-up. And I, sometimes I try to I yell, and it doesn't come off loving, but I do. I feel like I need to yell a little more to go. Stop telling us how different the shows are. Yeah. You know. you can't. We know it's
6: different. It's but it's old news. Yeah. But it's it's uh, no. you know, it, it's it, but it's still the same. It can't because it's have, us. It can't, it, you know, because it's still our our yeah. our material, right. and, and it's it's finding a new way to connect temporarily. And and, and, and like like we're like you're saying, with trusting your because I think what happens is you, you when you're early on you're you're so trusting and you'll go up and you'll you have no problem doing a set that's 100% new just trying to work this out and then you get to a point where if you have a you know if there's an expectation for how you should do you're like oh I can only do the m- new stuff in the middle. You know? There's that thing or like or if something starts to tank you're like oh I got to bring it back. You, you you can also just trust this new stuff and I think I I know, personally speaking, I had that for a while in the beginning, and and I used to do so much. Like, I'll tell you, I, I, probably the best club in New York, I would go up a few times a week, and every week I would do 10 brand-new minutes. And I didn't realize that was a, a quote-unquote crazy thing to do until friends have told me that they would watch me go up doing 10 new minutes there, and they thought I was out of my mind. And then I definitely got, you know, there were several years where there's no way in hell I would have done that at any of these clubs. I would maybe put two or three new minutes in the middle right and then but now coming out of this this period of zoom shows i realize no it's okay to do that yeah especially in this yes definitely e- and when we come out of this we just have that podcast yeah. mentality like you said where you you're you're you're, you're going to connect cuz you're doing what you yeah, look, do
5: we're not I'm not insinuating when you go back to a club and a joke doesn't get a laugh at all. You can't acknowledge it could have been your right. fault, could have been whatever. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. You, you mention it. Usually a pretty good. You know, I always tell my sister-in-law, she goes, when's the last time, you know, you bombed? And I said, to tell you the truth. Now, if I'm at a bar show, maybe I don't do. But, but forget about it. I'm talking about at a comedy I club, love, yeah. even at a, the least favorite club. I go, you know, you get to the point where if you have a new joke and you're trying it out even on a Saturday, number one, if you're trying it, it usually always works. But it's sometimes Mm -hmm. forty-five seconds in the beginning. It's a comment. It gets a big laugh. You add to it. So I'm not going out and trying a brand new, you know, three-minute written from start to finish on a Saturday. But certain comedians do. But you trust your instincts, Mm -hmm. and it it usually goes over. It usually goes over Mm because you know what's funny after a while. I was heading somewhere and I forgot. But anyway, that's out of this. Is what I think we're saying is that. yeah, you, you, you to trust, like, we know what's funny. It doesn't mean we don't have to want to return to audiences, but, like, I think it, like, it almost, maybe I use a, a silly way to point it out, to shame, you know, shame <laughs> is never the way to get someone to stop doing something, but it's like, if you, if you don't do the shows and miss crowds, but still go, no, no, it's fun, you know, it's fun, I, I see the purpose in it, like a punching mm-hmm. bag, mm-hmm. or you could, you know, um, is that, is that if you know it's like it gives the audience not that this is ever going to happen but in in in, uh-huh. in my world a lot of power like you're going yeah, yeah. Well, i don't know what to do without them oh is it harder to do your stand-up i've done not <laughs> now nothing i can't even you know but you're saying you miss the element of a live audience of course but you still do enjoy- i can't right, right i right, can't right. i find nothing redeeming about it with it Oh, guess what? Maybe they should heckle because you need them so fucking bad. Right, right. You know? It's an
6: admission that the it's crowd a, is editing your act.
5: Yeah, it's an admission to, and I do care about the crowd, but yeah, you get, it's half, I'm half kidding, half serious saying, geez, don't let them, like, I think they should be able to see shows and we go, you know what, They're, let, hear people, let hear people talk about it online. I wouldn't be so bad if people, it was circulating. You know what, I've watched a lot of these online shows mm-hmm. One of them are really good, saying, "Yeah, well, it's the comedians," and so it, you can. The mm-hmm. word can spread that those a lot of those. Sh- and let me tell you something. While I'm sounding like a broken record, I'm going to add this right here, even though I've said it before. And along with that comes visually. And I don't know how much longer it's going to go on, but keep in mind, I was saying this six months ago. We mm-hmm. still have a while to go, mm-hmm. but six months ago, put something behind you that looks like. It already doesn't feel normal mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying when you perform with an air conditioner behind you <laughs> is, hey, will you do anything to make it seem normal? No. Mm-hmm. Well, we're already not there. They're not in front of us, and they're not in the same room. Will you at least hold the mic? So No. I'm going to sit on my – Can like for the audience watching, what's the worst thing that you try to sort of make it look – hold the goddamn mic even if it doesn't yeah. work and put a black sheet up behind you yeah. or a or – a, A piece of material with different color happy faces all over it. The sense of purpose. Act like you want to be there. Yeah. Get into it. Give them, and by the way, give them the biggest treat of all. Your stand-up comedy with your podcast instincts. That's
6: a treat. At the end of the day, it's a compliment to you. It should be really fun to see. Exactly. There couldn't be anything easier than doing a Zoom show, too. Right. You just turn. You don't have to get in your car. You don't have to look for parking. You don't have to find out where you are in the lineup. You can okay. be in your kitchen until a minute before you're on. And,
5: and I even went one step further. Deliver. If deliver. Right. Come like with a sense of, and and, and use your instincts. You you you. I get it. But listen, that's what are you going to do?
6: Not not to toot to not to toot the Todd glass horn more. But I will say that you know, when I worked at the Improv for like two years. I would at least once a week. I'll make sure I saw the headliner, uh, you know, each week, because I, I felt like you can learn from everybody, even if it's not the type of comedy you like. And you're one of the people who never mailed in one second on stage, and and that that stuck with me. Well, thank you.
5: I appreciate that, and I and I re- I appreciate the kind words because I I I have made a lot of mistakes, and and a lot of them. You know, it's my, ultimately my responsibility, but at that club, a lot of times, you know, I had nights where I would drink too much. And, you know, I was talking about that before. It
6: still felt like you were, yeah. you no, were performing. No, I'm saying
5: that was the mistake that I made. Oh, gotcha. And, and, uh, and by the way, I don't want to make it sound better than it was, but also not
6: worse than it was.
5: I also, you know, it, it, it didn't stop them from using me every year, but uh, there were nights when I went, ugh. But <laughs> my, what the thing I never did, that what what I didn't do was I never, I oh, well, first of all, I'm excited to be on stage. Mm-hmm. And... And so I don't. I have. I don't phone shows in because it's just it's it's not any more fun for me to phone a show in. And right. uh, and you're mm-hmm. at a good club. You're in a good mood. And you know, like you know, I'd like to say the worst audiences at a club like that. The worst audiences at the DC Improv. Or the worst audiences at Acme. Uh, whatever the good clubs are out there, mm-hmm. and there's many more. The worst audiences. They're good. <laughs> they're good. <laughs> they're good. Good does not mean you had the best time of your life. How right. was the crowd? good? But that's not a bad thing, that the they'll be yeah. good, especially if you bring it. You know, Maybe I'm not – maybe they're not as silly as I want, and that's where I want to emerge a better comedian. I, there's nights when the crowd might not all be 100% into me, but that doesn't mean they have to – some, let's say some are. But let's say there's a percentage that they, they don't get it right away. You know? And it, get it means just get silly. What, what does he do? Why does he have a band? Mm -hmm. There's nights where they're not horrible, but if I was a little tighter, if they're the best crowd in the world, I can just go and remember joke to joke and be loose. I'll do I'll kill. If they're all with me, I'll win the whole way. But it doesn't mean when they're not that that they're they're the worst crowd. And that's when I do the worst because I'm not organized. I don't know where I'm going. They're not buying it. I don't know what to do next. Mm -hmm. So if I have a binder Mm -hmm. and that's what I started to do and I'm going to go tighter to it, It'll just be like, I literally, I'll be honest When I'm writing it, I'm like, you know what I, I need something that I like But is, it kills all the time It's digestible, it's, you yeah. can get it You could be even someone that wasn't liking me And this bit might even make you It's a stand, basically more of a stand-up
6: piece Do you find that sometimes like The most, most fun shows are the ones that you go into Thinking they're going to suck I have that for some reason I'm like, oh god, this you is, think this you is get not
8: going to be For me, definitely <laughs>
6: Yeah, and then they end up be- I don't I don't know what it is, but then I I'm, I'm always wrong whenever that's my mentality. Except for once, there's a club uh Juniors Last Laugh in Erie where uh once a year uh, a dentist in his 80s has a show where it's all of his friends and it's comm- to commemorate the uh tragic death of his son. Oh. It's so sad. Aww. There's no way it's going to work for anyone and the owner there is like he cut co- and it just happened to be during my week and he's like yeah uh i don't know if you were briefed on this but tonight's not going to be very good <laughs> oh. essentially that was the only time where i was like this isn't going to be good and, and then you it, knew it and It truly was not and you were right but but i still had fun it's just there we we didn't uh there was very little common ground i, I you know i still yeah, did that's a hard situation i still did my set but it's like it's a somber uh, atmosphere, like, just premise. It's weird that he has it at a comedy club. Unless yeah. maybe
5: his son liked comedy.
6: Maybe that's his what it like- was. It was never explained to me. What if you
5: asked him? He goes, I'll tell you why. My son loved to heckle.
4: Oh, he goes, oh, no.
5: And he would go to these shows. He'd heckle. They'd hate him. I mean, oh, that guy was so great. And then he got hit by a bus. Anyway, a bus of comedians. Oh, wait, he got hit by a bus.
6: Oh, my God. All right, listen. Go get some water, Todd.
5: You're right. Thank you. But here's what I'd like to do. Now, let me see. Because, you know, a lot of times people just say, oh, this show, you know, like, what, I- like, like, oh, it's just a show. You just do a show. I go, no, this show's, like, oh, like other shows. Okay, we talk about shit. Now, there's a produced quality, almost like if HBO was putting out a series, you know, this, this show has, would we'll take you on a journey. Nothing makes it seem more like a real show than ads. And here's one of them.
3: We'll be back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.
1: Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana.
3: It doesn't get any
1: better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes.
2: There really is no place like home.
1: And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place.
5: I guess I don't need...
2: This is a good version. Let it breathe. When I find myself in times of trouble
5: first, I thought it would be Whisper too much reverb, done,
4: Let it be and
2: When the broken-hearted people living in the world agree
4: There will be an answer let it
5: be. I'm interrupting the song now because it doesn't oh, matter, but... If you would hearted, think, be honest with me, Here, here's the song without reverb.
7: will see. There will be an answer
5: let it be No doubt it sounds beautiful It doesn't mean it be, But
7: don't let don't. it be Let it be Let it be There will be an answer Too much sorry
5: sorry let hold be, on hold on <laughs> Here we go Let's with nothing let listen it be, Here's with nothing
7: Let it be Let
5: it be I just want a fair day in court be,
2: There will be an answer
8: I'm with you. Yeah. Where's the words?
5: This <laughs> asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Hello?
8: Do, do the sing part. Come on, sing, you fucking idiot. Happy <laughs> <gonna be> birthday, Aristotle. <laughs> I heard Max.
6: I heard Max.
7: Where the hell Let is Let it, it be. Let it be. Let it be.
5: Who cares? Mm. You know what? The whole world's falling apart. Who gives a shit? No, but that, that's why concerts are awesome. <laughs> Thank you for living up the show. Yeah. I told him, I said, sometimes I tell a story. It doesn't go well. He goes, I go, blow that duck whistle. Everyone forgets. <laughs> See, if I'm like, hold on, watch how it works. I go, wait, what was I talking about? Anyway, was it? <laughs> anyway, well, it's good to have our guest. You know, it always gets me out of a bind. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Let me tell you something. Do you want to hear something...
4: I I'd love know. to. Maybe I'm playing this for so. No, let's hear it.
5: By the way, we have more ads than we've ever had on the Toglass show. Now we're doing ad crazy. Some of our listeners thought the ads were real, all of them. But I go, <laughs> no, please. <laughs> but we're doing it like we'll just jam like out of nowhere. We just go boom and we squeeze it in as a joke. Yeah, as yeah. As a joke.
6: Yeah, yeah. That's as fun. As a joke.
5: But it's a, it's a, it's a. Pack. Some people go, well, if you really think, oh, they're really having an ATT T ad. Yeah,
7: hey, would you shut
5: the fuck up? Of course I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah, yeah. i have a radio show on the AM, and then I,
7: I get
6: Easy. the new macbook pro <laughs> yeah yeah that's what we're doing
5: we're gonna In, we enter ride. the promo
6: code todd no
5: that's <laughs> a joke come on guys you let me down if you think come on you then now you're gonna be giggling during the commercials because you get it you get it todd you today's it.
6: episode is brought to us by sticks
5: stamp sticks stocks <laughs> that's right make your cock bigger <laughs> hey that's right stretch your cock out with cock bigger grower you got a promo code for that two two one four four <laughs> I was in a show a long time ago, it's I called it a Juvenile Jungle A Recess for Adults. <laughs> and in the song, I did it with my friend Lynn Shore. We didn't really talk about politics or social issues. But I remember a friend of mine helped help me, wrote it. I go, you know that song We Didn't Start the Fire? Like yeah. That, yeah. That. So I go, just like help us write a song we'll say, Oh, we'll, we'll we'll sing this, we'll get it out of the way. The quality's very low. But I don't know what to do with this. I found this from 25 years ago. It was called Juvenile Jungle, A Recess for Adults. We started touring with it, and the guy who did the sound at the, at the Brea Improv also was like starting the Back then, not everyone edited on their computer. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, 25, 26 years ago, it was like people were starting to... The, people were The average person was starting to... I hope I, my memory's right, but Mike already did it, and he had a really cool camera. It's when really good camera equipment started to be in, you know, pretty affordable. You can get a really cool... Mm-hmm. He would shoot videos, and the show had video, and I dressed up as oh, Phil wow. Donahue, and then my friend would come out <laughs> singing. There was about 45% stand-up, and it was called Juvenile Jungle of Recess for Adults. We traveled with this guy, Mike, but I found this song, and then Lynn would come out with like a newspaper, go, oh, let's get... Because he didn't know the words, but eventually he knew the words. I hope it's worth playing. And he would just go, let's get all the news out of the way, everything that was in the air, and we'll just have a silly time. And then that was the song.
9: <laughs>
5: it's very bad quality. I apologize. It's Aristotle's fault.
9: Your Wealth is little Don't expect acquittal Newt Gieber's in the lead Huffington does concede. Bill Clinton shows his penis Paula Jones sues Alamato, Robert Dole Pat Buchanan, Rock Road Deficit, NRA Democrats will have to pay All they know is shut your mouth Sonny Bono in the House Conservatives have got the poor Play our problems on the floor Al Gore, Hillary So it's pretty
6: long.
4: This, this song is.
9: Alright, I'll wait.
8: What happened? That was the end of it. Oh, we must have cut off. No, that was the end. Oh, did I. Well,
5: no, but, but I mean, I must have cut it off from the real song. Because it, it would. Oh, it might have spun out. That's yeah, right. Out. That's right. In the hold on, I don't need to be in the house. So, I apologize. (laughs) Let me take myself out of the house so I can do a real show. I apologize for this shit festival you've been sitting through. (laughs) All I'm sitting is playing sound cues. Is this still the cold open? This is, of course. (sighs) You want to start? Do you have to ask? You have to ask. You know what they say if you have to ask? If you have to ask, I don't know what they say. I was
6: gonna say, like, if you're at that show, Mm -hmm. like, one of the great things about live comedy, if you're there and you're experiencing that in the crowd. There are people who will remember being there for years. They did this. We didn't start the fire. Th- like Every yeah. time they hear the song, we didn't start the fire, they're going to think of that.
5: Right. Me and my brother talk about that all the time, the jokes that have stuck with us, not only from comedians that went on to have mm-hmm. maybe a guy who just did open mic night, but when we were 17 and 18 going down there, me 16, and this one guy, Fred Novak, mm-hmm. and he would, this is like in 1980, 80, he'd go, Casper, the friendly ghost. Oh, Ca- What's so funny about Casper, you'd say? What's so funny about a dead kid?
6: (laughs) Me and my brothers. That was so so funny. Can I tell you my favorite one from a guy? There's this guy in D.C., Bay Wesley. Did comedy for maybe two years and had this one joke that I, anytime this food comes up, I think of it. It's so funny because, all right, I'm going to get the years wrong, all right? But he was like, I I read that uh, mayonnaise was invented in uh, 1476. And the sandwich was invented in seventeen twenty-five. What the fuck were people doing with mayonnaise for two hundred and fifty years? <laughs> See that funny? And that just stuck with you. Yeah. It's actually a funny joke. And I can't think of anything else you'd yeah. use mayonnaise for before. What snacks. the fuck were people doing <laughs> with one mayonnaise? One of, of my favorites.
8: One of my favorites is I think it's Bruce Bruce. He's like mm-hmm. People ask me, like, Bruce, why are you breathing so hard? And he's like, I'm trying to live. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great joke. I like the ones that aren't, like, the famous jokes. You know, like, there are jokes that everybody knows, like, famous comics, but it's the ones that are, like, maybe in the middle of an act or, like... Oh, yeah, yeah. The ones that not everybody remembers. Those are the ones I always think of the most
6: david tell has one of those that i don't think he'll, he'll probably never put it in a special because it's so short i think it's like eight words but it kills me he goes uh just in the middle of something else he just goes anal bleaching what do you think <laughs> as a baby name <laughs> funny. eight words yeah <laughs> it's so funny Todd, what's your favorite eight-word joke? <laughs> oh my god. Um
5: Why do you do that? We're not big pants people. <laughs> 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 I Kevin can name Meaney. that joke in two words. We're not big <laughs> pants. Why do you do? Well, it's enough. I know what you mean. It doesn't have to be eight, but we're big pants people. Kevin Meaney, the funniest orchestrated act that has ever seen in the history of the planet. So fun. I really mean that. Oh, the orchestration of him doing that set. Mm-hmm. The 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 well-oiled machine of. There's an example. And maybe my perception is different, but what I remember about watching Kevin Meany is, yeah, you know, when the crowd was great, it and, and after he had that HBO special and had wild success, he was now drawing audiences that were coming out. And that was magical to see, because you would see 400 people in a room mm-hmm. that all fucking loved him. Yeah. And it was beautiful. You were in a room of, what do you call people like that? I just, you have to be a certain person of love, and you can't be yeah. a big fucking dick and love Kevin Meany. There was just yeah. something... It, it, it's it's unexplainable and maybe it's not need to
6: be explained it's, maybe it's, you get it yeah it's just such positive energy it's almost like the same energy people would give Andy Kaufman except this is a stand up
5: yeah it's just this this art
6: this it doesn't mean you have
5: to love them but it means it doesn't mean you have to love them but it means the people that do it's usually and I felt it man i i i want, I MC'd those shows in New York City wow. because it was like and this was already 19 like probably 92 so 90, 92, I just wanted to be on those shows, and it was me, him, and Dwayne Cunningham. I, and they said we already have a middle. I like, go host.
6: Wow.
5: I was like I hope I still get a hotel, and it was it, it well bananas. Speaking of the name bananas, <laughs> but they had a they had the comedy club in one room. But when that when he was right after a special, he was it was becoming a very big draw in a relatively short period of time. You know, it's like wow. He had, it, yeah. it, and um and that room held like four hundred. It was in a big, big banquet room. But you know, the lights went out and there was lighting on a stage and it it was fine. And um, Kevin Meaney. And he would annihilate. But I saw him with crowds when they they weren't his favorite. You know, they weren't. But he still fucking did joke, 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 tight, boom, bang, boom, boom, boom. So it's like if you're going to win someone over... It's going to be that way. So I would watch yeah. him knock it out of the park, even when he didn't knock it out of the park.
6: What, what comic do you? Okay, so you got to experience that with Kevin Meany. Is there a comic that was like before your time or just parallel to you that you wish you had gotten to open for or work with to get to see some era of material? Wow, that's
5: a good question. Uh, you mean um, you mean like a hypothetical? You yeah, mean... just
6: hypothetically. Oh,
5: or, or, or or in reality. I mean, I like to. I do like to watch. You know. It is fun to watch it doesn't mean I have to be that or match that. I'm a different comedian, but you can still adhere at least my for me what I think would make me better is that like when I say the tightness, I can still be the comedian i am mm-hmm. that does but, but so to watch guys like brian regan or <laughs> or uh to watch uh Paul f Tompkins, you know, a lot of times you see yeah. we see our friends in LA doing 15 minutes here, 20 minutes. We like yeah. it, and then you get the opportunity to see them. Oh, this is what they do when they go out on the road, and that yeah. Paul F. Tompkins said that he does on the road. I mean, that's a really fucking well. It's fun. It's a fun hour to watch. Just oh, like Eddie man. Pepitone,
6: I've but, never um, seen Eddie do an hour. It's fucking unbelievable. Oh, it's, I would yeah, love to. Incredible. It's everything. I just remembered a Brian Regan joke. This is this would have been like 17 years ago when I first got <laughs> to see him. This is just a joke because Every, everyone just knows the jokes that go in his specials, you know? There was this joke that he worked on that week that I thought was so funny, and he threw it out. But it was about the Ryder Cup, the golf tournament, just about how it's the United States versus Europe. Just like, like why are they forcing this rivalry <laughs> to us and for four days pretending that the u.s and europe hates each other and they're settling it on the golf course oh, that's so <laughs> and, funny. The, and the crowd i th- I guess they just didn't know the Ryder yeah. cup is the only right. thing i could think of because the people there were some people who were dying and i was one of them and he was like yeah i don't know i guess it, it just, <laughs> it's just not connecting but i'm just Anytime I think of the Ryder Cup, yeah, I'm like, yeah, it
8: is, it's It's why funny. is it United States versus Europe? <laughs> and seeing him just break it down. <laughs> that Ryan. Paul F. Tompkins has like one of my favorite stand up uh, albums ever. I feel like people don't talk about him as a like a really good stand up enough.
5: Yeah, in my world, mm-hmm. or at least like, you know, uh, yeah, Paul watching Paul do an hour. I mean, he fucking
6: he's a, he's. He's good. See, I only know him as a stand-up. What? You, oh, also like Mr. Show—is that what you mean? No,
8: he's like—I guess now he does a lot of improv and like podcasts now oh. more than stand-up. Oh, okay, gotcha. And like voice acting and stuff.
6: Right, right. That makes sense. He owes me money,
8: <laughs> and he knows it, and then he knows it.
6: And I always think about how Todd's always bringing up the fact that. T- Paul owes him two hundred and fifty dollars. He owes me two hundred and thirty dollars, <laughs> and I'm not gonna let
5: uh, our friendship is
6: being ruined over it. I mean, you um, didn't just give him that Monopoly money. It was it was, <laughs> it was for a fee.
5: There's so many things we didn't get to tonight, or yet. whatever they call that Vons
6: that Vons contest is what I'm trying to say. I'm sorry. Oh was yeah, a, the mon- the uh, I was a bad host. I, was I should start playing I
5: that. Apologize. Let's we'll start playing this <laughs> This is a lot of fun Watch this Out of nowhere the show gets great Watch this I mean I just know what to do Well I'm a professional Wow mm.
7: my cat died and I myself so It's fun
2: right We're
5: Did Did all laughing now, hold, Turn that off a, Tell me which one you like And then we're going to go to close Like,
8: You know we could do uh, What's that I forget that Oh yeah, let's find that. Oh my uncle? Did, no we're Did we're you say Alex? No, your my it says your arms. Before that you said play this one, Alex. Oh no, maybe by accident.
5: Sorry. So so
8: what is this? This is the one you just told me to play. I wanna hear it it's like It makes the show seem more professional. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah,
5: look at that. Look. We're getting on a carpet. I know what I know how to do it.
4: Wow.
5: Stop digging at your crotch.
7: <laughs> I was slicing up an avocado When you came up behind me with your silent brand new sneakers, your reflection I did not see. Is
6: this a Was Morrissey song?
7: A That's what I said too when
8: yeah. I heard it the first time. It's not. No, what's his name? I feel bad. Or Megan this in. Jen Selectman. Right? Good. Cool.
4: Isn't it nice? Yeah, yeah. Great.
5: Now. You understand what I'm doing with the show, you taking it like sure, absolutely. Okay, but enough with that. Okay. So, or we could have done this. What do you think? You be honest. We're all laughing. <laughs> oh, we're having a good time.
8: <laughs> Todd, Max, you always get me. So funny. It's very good. <laughs> no, the,
5: oh, you didn't see me hold.
8: Oh, you wanted me to play? Okay. Yes.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh, having a good time. <laughs> we'll
5: be back with our guest, ladies and gentlemen, Ryan Connor. See how you make it seem professional. Oh, it feels. Ryan so good. Connor. We'll be back with Ryan Connor right after this. All right. We'll Trying to talk into the bridge. Oh, there's no bridge. You talk all you want. Or we have one more. <laughs> what do you think of this? <laughs>
4: uh, we'll be back We'll
5: be back We'll be back with Ryan Connor, everybody We'll be right back Happy birthday, Max Happy birthday, thank Max Thank
10: you guys, thank <laughs> you Dog Darling, dog
5: do just like letting a song breathe i don't need to make up these reasons
8: oh may pretend i'm playing my uncle singing
5: my uncle sings yeah and uh i play it on the show and then we're gonna say goodbye
8: it's nice to hear songs
5: my uncle is not the best in the world he knows it he listens to the show but you know what he has so much fun i it's just uh my uncle brad hey brad notice i give it a young name (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uncle Brad, I'm playing your song. He's good. You know, he really has fun doing it. My Uncle Caden. <laughs> my Uncle Caden, right. <laughs> well, let me make it Uncle Caden. My Uncle Caden. Edit that in. <laughs> when
9: I was you in your
6: Maybe no reverb. Let's
5: got see what it he really sounds it.
9: like.
6: I just remember my Four grandpa Jaden's
5: funeral. <laughs> <laughs> Like I was yesterday. He's gonna be so mad at you. He's gonna go, Why is your friend talking over my song? He's a he's a hothead. He doesn't like when people talk over his song. He gets so he gets so upset. He, I, I had a guest on there. We're talking all through his song. Why does he get mad about he it? I want don't get it? to talk through his song. He gets nuts about it. You know that? He gets so great. He gets. He's like, why are you
6: talking through my song? So I stop. I won't do it then. I was just. I'm not gonna do it. I won't talk through the song. I was just saying it's funny the idea of having a grandfather named Jaden. No, oh, well I thought it was an uncle mine's my grandfather. Oh, your grandfather yeah
5: my uncle's Caden what is your uncle's real name Jaden we call him wide. Caden he's like a junior He's let's let it
9: the hands yeah. He's a little pitchy no
7: don't say anything smile it says good. it's good to see you Time I turn around,
5: Let it breathe. People are enjoying it. it. Let it breathe. I'll shut up for a little
7: while. <laughs> this is so much more that makes me love you. What else can I do? Let you see. You know I have what's ever mine.
2: Ba, ba, ba. I can't take another minute with a day without you in it. If you, ha ha ha, oh, ha, 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 ha ha take a
5: Could you tell us? Hey, her. Hey, was that you? Oh, that was me. Did you think it was a professional singer?
6: I th- I, 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 my eyes were closed. I thought it was Luther Vandross. <laughs> <laughs> Swear to God! Swear to God! <laughs> Can you know? Truth, truth. I, no, no, I, I didn't think it was Luther truth. Vandross. I didn't think it was Luther. V-
5: yeah. Truth, truth. No, come on! Don't. It was luck. I don't need to hear a compliment. I'll be honest with you. I'm telling you right now, Vinny's truth. Gonna, He's gonna shit in his pants if you tell me because he listens to the show.
6: I thought it was Neil Sedaka. <laughs> or is it Neil Sicada? What's the-
5: <laughs> Neil Sedaka? Seal Daka. Oh, but who? Oh, the the song. You. No, how would you think
8: you're sitting across from me? <laughs> I thought it was Sarah McLaughlin.
5: Hey, watch your mouth She never did anything wrong to you Seriously, watch your mouth Boy, that's unfair I'm, if, if, It's unfair I to say that about her Hold on I know what I'm doing <laughs> Sarah Okay, uh, we're talking <laughs> what, are we, what, are, what are we talking about? No, what are we doing?
6: We were just talking about I how Max a... untreat uh, no. treats Sarah yeah. McLachlan. I can unwell. tell you're <laughs> lying.
5: You're like my friend Daniel Kino. Whenever I forget what I'm talking about, if he doesn't want to hear it, so let's say I'm talking about Comedy Club, same thing I talk about all the time. I go, oh, shit, what was I talking about? He goes, oh, I don't remember. <laughs> I believe him. And then I see his devilish (laughs) smile, and I go, you do too, you fuck. And he always, he goes, you're right, I do. I I go, come on, be nice, tell me. And he tells me, so he was really trying to hold back sometimes.
6: John Sicada. That's what I was going for. He sounded like John Sicada. I don't know who that is. I don't know either. I'm not sure who Neil Sedaka is either. Neil
5: Sedaka is not a comedian. He's a singer from, I would say, probably the 50s, 60s, and 70s. I mean, he's still just like him, though. No, shut up. He's still alive. (laughs) That guy... Neil Sedaka, yeah, play Neil Sadaka. <laughs> All right, hold on. Play Neil t- like live.
6: If this doesn't sound like Todd, I'll be a monkey's like, uncle. That's
5: not a compliment.
6: It's not. Well,
5: I mean, he's very successful. <laughs> is, is he gonna sound
6: t- like an Animal? I, I want you know, if
5: you love me, let me go. If you don't, then set me. I wanted to be to have the bravado of this. All right, here you Nod. go. Not. Wow. And do do live. Do live. Here you go. No, okay, now let's not be insulting to Neil Sadaka.
9: Writing's not that
7: easy oh,
5: That's a... We have commercials oh, no.
7: Okay.
6: <laughs> no, it's alright, don't worry about it No man. joke, you, you sounded like Neil Diamond you're not... With reverb Now you're reverb just making just shit up Now you're just okay. talking to talk.
4: <laughs> talk
5: Wait, that's what I talk. do That's what I do <laughs> Why am I pointing the finger at you? you just talking Hold to... on <laughs>
10: <laughs> You put a smile upon my face <laughs> when there was nothing left let, don't some. let his very sweet voice
5: get in the way of, you, you know, me how to the guy's his real together. self. I sort of, I admire him, because I really...
10: And I'm so grateful
5: for your love. Well, no, I'll tell you the truth later. I bless
6: he's, the he's, he sounds like a sweet me. man. He's Neil
5: Sedak. I... He has a very effeminate voice, and, and I hate calling it that because it says that that quality is owned. Right. And and, and I'm sure at times, like, and, and you know what I hope he is? He's married. Either he's in the closet or he's just an effeminate person, comfortable in their own skin, which you have great admiration for, and it's who we should all work to be. Mm-hmm. He's been, been married s- since
8: 1962.
5: Yeah. And I Wow. Get, and my feeling is he is just comfortable in his skin, which... Yeah. There's something beautiful about that as well, and and I and and but when I was younger, I might have made fun of his effeminate voice. I wish I could come up with a better name than that. You he know, sounds very gentle. Well, he's gentle when I'm, you know, <laughs> stopping his uh, vagunki. <laughs> now I'm trying to, I'm high, and I'm trying to be uh, decent, and and uh, and also, uh, I do mean an element of what I'm saying. this, it it'd be something normally I wouldn't talk about. I go, maybe I shouldn't talk about it on the podcast because you know you're just like, you know talking i'm not editing this i'm too no joke you,
6: you you're you did seriously sound like neil diamond nah, stop with- it. i'm telling you i'm telling you mm-hmm. how about now
5: <laughs> do a little jazz something singing. in the way can you give me a little dunk shane betting music yeah oh my god do, do you like to be honest do you want to do this bit i think it'd be a fun way to go to close uh-huh. and I but i don't want to make anyone ever do a bit they don't want to do but we're going in for the close uh, what is it well, we could play Duncan Shane, and just come up with like we're working a lounge but no one really listens to our music. Jake Fogelness started this. So you you have your band playing in the background. If as long as it sounds like a song, no one's listening. Yeah, yeah. So it yeah. usually just sounds like you're ending a song or you're, so let me let me see if I can even do it. It might be a big setup. You know, he'll be like That's the summer of 1932 <laughs> thank you very much everybody for coming out tonight you've been a a great audience and uh, <laughs> this is my band over here on saxophone ladies and oh wait didn't we have saxophone oh no we had a saxophone yeah one. forget the bit parental leave he's on parental leave we leaf. have to we have to say good night <laughs> we just say good night with this music playing in the background you just were, just
6: let a, it play you were a delight should we do another verse Oh, you think you got one? Like, you're just, okay,
5: I'm, not, I'm dancing
6: around. Okay, let's, let's see. Just dancing uh, around. Let me think about it. With uh, the holiday in, I'm not really listening. But I valet, to- valet,
4: please.
6: It's a Buick uh, LeSabre 1979, if you could pull it up to the front. Remember all the
5: announcements that they had for the funny ones at comedy clubs? Some of them were funny. Yeah. Right?
6: Right? Like, tell me if, do you know, what are the famous ones you've heard? My favorite one ever. Not an announcement, but a mid show, between shows. Allison from the DC Improv. Oh, this is not to try to be funny. No. No, this was to be funny. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, yeah, this is actually funny. If people weren't leaving, there's this Kenny G song where he holds one note for two and a half minutes. And Allison would play that, and everyone would literally run out the door about thirty seconds into that note.
5: <laughs> I know some of the clubs; they really crank the music. I call it
6: when I'm at a, when I'm at a
5: club. I always tell the staff, and I'll end on time. I'll do my time. When I'm asking for this, I do my end of it. And that means you do your. So I say I'll, I can't run the light and then ask you not to try to get them out of there a little quicker. I go, but. Give them, give them, give them ten minutes, fifteen, whatever they need, mm-hmm. uh, before we even. I, I, I'm happy, and it means I have to do a shorter show. That until the, until, the, pretty much a hundred percent of the room is out of there. I don't <laughs> mind if you ask people to leave, even if you go, hey folks, we're you know, but uh, to try not to turn on the uh, the fuck you lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't mind if we can get every person out of there before we. Turn. That doesn't mean we can't turn lights up. But I'm talking about the last the row lights. of fuck yes. you lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't do that. I don't know do if that. we turn ha- high hats up and around the sides, yeah. but nothing uh, for the first 10 minutes, at least 10, 8, 10, right. right in there, only enough for them to walk out safely. You still keep it. Yeah, you bring up enough to have them walk out safely, and that's ten minutes. Then after that, in in major increments, I don't mind if they bring up the brightness, just not the fuck you lights. All I'm saying is get everyone out of the room before that happens. That's all. And I don't mind if you have to get them out of the room politely.
6: You can. Most
5: people are awesome about
6: it. Agreed. I remembered a good uh, a good uh, comedy club intro. Uh, Ready? Oh yeah. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, uh, please keep your table talk to a minimum. Use this. Use your phone. Gentlemen. Oh, welcome to the chuckle bucket. Uh, please keep your table talk to a minimum or nothing at all. Don't forget to silence your cell phones and turn off your pagers. Wait, if you have a pager, maybe you should go back to
8: 1977. So you don't need <laughs> funny announcements, in
5: my opinion. Is that wrong that I don't? Well, well like, I'm I with sets, you.
8: it sets the bar low for the comic. Yeah, it sets, fair it's
5: fair counterpoint.
8: Like, it says like oh really if you're think about it's a
5: really good way to put it I you know the, I love the expression sell your opinion sell your opinion and sometimes you can have an opinion it doesn't mean you sold it well but it does it sets. It, and you think about like I know it's a comedy club I get it but it doesn't mean it can't be run like a cool jazz club mm-hmm. and if you're if you're a, if, if you're at a comedian and let's say you're at the point like in New York City where you sell out like a you know what I mean? I picture back in the '70s or '60s, and the comedian sold out like 200 people, but it was like a jazz club. They had more of that back then. Yeah. They'd have a five, six-piece band. They're not <laughs> making silly announcements in the pre-opening. Right? <laughs> right. It's like it's like it, you don't have the back. The, the you know somebody on the back mic is trying to sing before they read. Okay, so I'm gonna. I, is a certain element of no matter how what you're bringing to the stage you set it you're the you're the you're the black tablecloth that you deliver this delicious food in right and the comedian you know.
7: everyone
6: uh, don't forget to silence your saxophones we've got miles Davis coming up in a little bit yeah,
7: <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah you don't need thats <laughs> yeah, or, or, yeah and you don't need um you know like but by the way I've heard funny ones so who's to decide I but first time I was at the comedy works they go uh, ladies and gentlemen, if if there is a Mr. and Mrs. Berkshire here, Mr. and <laughs> Mrs. Berkshire, this was like, well, the crowd was being seated. Uh-huh. So maybe it was, you know what, that's the club I said made a lot of, they artistically presented comedy because one of the owners was in the theater background. Maybe this is true to it. Because even these announcements, they didn't do it right before they brought up the first act. They didn't, but when the crowd was like half full, maybe 75% full. And I loved this announcement. I went there. I sat there as a 16-year-old kid. And when I heard this announcement, I laughed the whole fucking night at just that announcement. I was so excited. To me, it was so funny. And then the comedians were great. And here's what it was. 16, club, 75% full. They have a piano player up on stage. And all of a sudden, just somebody gets on the back mic. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if we to Mrs. Berkshire here. It was like a weird name. Mr. and Mrs. Berkshire, your babysitter called. She wants to know where you keep the fire extinguisher. If you could uh, please come to the back... <laughs> everything you know and it was like so absurd Can you imagine the babysitter could you tell them to come to the phone I, and then so anyway that's hilarious years later two years later i'm working at the club and i do sound like a lot you just were door people it wasn't that complicated a sound you did the sound that night if you were in charge of sound you might have also been in charge of other things but when the show you started the show you made the pre-announcement and there was a, a, a one main guy who did it When he wasn't there, there was a few comedians that could fill in for him. And I was one of them. I liked doing it. It was fun. I enjoyed doing it. And then you set the lights a little different. They're like, that's not how Mike does it. I go, Mike's not here tonight. (laughs) Shut up. And my pre-announcements, even back then, were so strict. Like, stricter than the club made them. And I would be like, you know, mine were different. I was going to set that whole show straight. (laughs) I was still polite and in the proper amount of time. It wasn't a joke, but my announcements were a little stricter. So... Um, hold on. I'm so there, almost there. Oh um, yeah. Oh, but that announcement I got to make. So that was one I would definitely want to make. Once oh, I was a great there, one. Oh, that was, there were some others too. You know, the Philadelphia i Bank was robbed. If you look looking, your <laughs> olives looking back at you, please alert. You know, there, there were some fun. Uh, the, uh, there were some standards too. Like, but they didn't make these. You know, would the oh no, they did make this one. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if there is the owner of a. Uh, and they would say a car license plate number six U two three. 47734567BR319. Please move your car. Your license plate is blocking the entrance of the club. (laughs) (laughs)
6: <laughs> it's funny. Dude, that's great. Yeah. The, it, it, the Comedy Nest in Montreal, one of my favorite clubs. Uh the the one of the owners of the club, hosts sometimes. That's a good it, name, by the way. It's great. I'm fine with it. And the way he brings up the local comics, yeah. he's just, just such a good relationship with all the local comics. And he'll bring everyone up in a funny way. He hypes them up, but then also has something funny in it. So I remember there was one guy where he finished his intro every week, he was like He's, you know, he's blah, blah, blah. He's so funny. And he's done the Montreal Comedy Festival. Not once, not twice, not three times, but zero times. <laughs>
5: At least he's funny. <laughs>
8: so funny. Well, that's our show.
5: Thank you.
6: Mm, thanks for having me.
5: It was a lot of fun. Good, 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 fun show. It's a blast. You'll have a blast listening to Todd Glass.
8: That's right.
6: That's what the doctors say.
8: Alrighty everybody. Thank you very much, Max Beasley. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Todd. Thank you, Ryan.
6: Thank you, Max. Thank you, Todd. Happy birthday, Aristotle. Happy birthday, Aristotle.
8: You know, <laughs> what? Never mind.
5: Oh, my God. The guy says,
8: hey, Todd, I'm listening to the show. You say
5: happy birthday, Max, and he gets all blown as shit out of everywhere. Hey, this is Joe
6: also calling in. I I heard Max as well. What's the woe about?
8: You guys got to get a ear doctor that I could get a referral to? Fly me to the
5: moon. I don't sing what my... What would you sing to this beat? Let (laughs) me... Up and down and... All right, that's it. There's only two chords. You don't have a lot
6: of places to go.
8: Tiny bubbles... Tiny bubbles.
5: <laughs> tiny bubbles. See, see, sing Boosting tiny bubbles. It. If the crowd had to only be listening, they're only listening 40 percent. You have to fake it. This tiny is it. Tiny bubbles. No, no, listen to me. You're you're working. You you need I'm this working. fucking money. I'm Maybe working. in a bit you think now it's funny. Ha ha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all hanging out. You need this fucking job at this Holiday Inn, and you yep. know you can't really sing, but you figured it out. You can fake it, but you gotta fucking. The only not, not people are listening, and you're singing tiny bubbles. They, remember, they're, they're not sitting there with a notepad. Try to fake it. Somebody, you have to be able to do tiny bubbles.
6: Tiny bubble.
5: You can, you, yeah, yeah. you have the little heart on the. You tiny bubble. You tell your uh, drummer to really hit the cymbals hard. Throat. Hit the fucking cymbal. No, 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 you're not mean. Oh, I'm you sorry. You tell them offstage when you're hanging out, you go, you know, if I don't even know a song, go heavy on the cymbal, because that way my voice gets lost in the cymbal. Not, hey, it's Max, not a joke. Max, it's not a parody. can you drown me out
6: with the cymbal? Yeah, it's bit. not a
5: parody. It's just you go a little heavy. Tiny Bubbles. You'll always like a lot of reverb.
6: Tiny Bubbles.
5: Do you know any of the song at all, by
7: the way? Tiny Bubbles. Tiny bubbles. Well,
5: that's all you know. Is this a real song? Yeah. Tiny bubbles. Tiny bubbles makes me feel fine. It's about champagne. Makes me feel fine.
2: Tiny bubbles. Drink, Drink them up. Alrighty
5: everybody. Da da da. <laughs> da 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 Tiny
10: Bubbles. <laughs>
5: ba, da da That's our show. Thank you, everybody. I'm gonna go eat. <laughs>
10: I
4: like
10: It's you I
4: Lie. Misfit toys.